Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Circle Jerks podcast, your podcast home for all things NASCAR and some things not. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Belcher, and across the table, I have Mr. Daniel Walker. Hello. And Mr. Norman Pelletier. Chase Elliott sucks. <laughs> Jesus. And we're off. Getting that out of the way with early. <laughs> On today's episode, we will discuss three different races in two different places, listener questions, that and much, much more. But before that and all of the other fun. Dan, what's up? Norm did such a good job. Yeah, last no, week. please, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are brought to you this week and every other week by listeners like you. <laughs> wow, that's nice to our listeners. Sorry, they're a car crash. That is really loud in the headphones, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, like I know yeah. that. Right, the on. board's up. Yeah. Go, Mo- moving on. Uh, head on over to revivalmotoring.com slash B for B. Norman, what does B for B stand for? Uh, Bucks the boys, Daniel. Yeah, that was very uninspiring. Uh, I was thinking, I thought you were just going to go with the Jeopardy. What is Bucks the boys? Oh, nice. oh now you just uh, ruined that. He can't surprise us with it next week. Yeah, I know. Should have said that off air. Sorry. Now everybody knows it's coming. Or do they? Giggity. I have a feeling our listeners' attention spans are very slow or short. So, well, if they, wow. they, they just forget. Like us. Just like us. Fast. Just like we're going to forget and not do it. <laughs> <laughs> we might not even do an episode next week. We'll forget. Fair. True. I'll give him what's coming up, maybe. We got two weeks of it. You might not hear from us for the next two weeks. You might have to put us on milk cartons. You're going to hear right. the crackling of our sunburnt skin next week. <laughs> oh, speak for yourselves. All right. Bronze God. Chill. Yeah, freaking Hawaii 5-0 himself, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go. Revivalmotoring.com slash B4B. That is where you will find our value for value system that helps keep everything in check around here, except for Norm's mic stand that he keeps touching. Um... There, you will be able to donate, you know, per month or was it per week or month? Month. It's month. Yeah. $1 a month, $2 a month, five, 10, whatever you see fit. Um, help keep us ad free and streamlined. Um, or if you want to do a one time donation, you can use info at revivalmotoring.com on PayPal. Yes. That is also the home of. Kyle's race day challenge. Kyle, what is the race day challenge? If you care to donate the dollar figure of the driver, in which you think will win the race on Sunday, cup race only, <laughs> send it in. And if you get it correct, I'll send you something from my personal collection of NASCAR merchandise. Memorabilia. Memorabilia. That's a better word. It could, it could be merch. It makes it, could sound, be, could it, be makes it sound more prestigious. Memorabilia. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Memorabilia. Uh, did we have any this week? Because I thought I saw people talking about it in the Discord, but we never got the... Update from did pod. not get the updates from podcast daddy, but I'm sure we would have been told if someone got it right. But we uh, need yeah. to double check. No, but and I think those I saw did. somebody I believe in the, Corey did. Somebody in the race day chat was like, Oh, I almost got my B I for think B. Corey did. I don't know if it was Corey or somebody else. 
Well, we will call back. To yeah, that. we'll call back to that next week. Thank um, you to all who have participated on the subject. And as of now, we only have one winner. Yeah, still only one. That I think Mr. what Stone I himself. heard was multiple people bet for Corey. So oh, I don't think yeah. anyone won. I'm just looking back. Great choices. Swore to God, I saw that last night. I know yeah. Carteropoli sent money halfway through the race, so his didn't count. But there wasn't a gun to his head, like you may claim. There was just you know, <laughs> little push towards the right direction for him. Fair. Um, um, on the subject of B for B, yep. Reviews. Oh, we have two. What? Technically one with words. Okay. But we did go up to 46 reviews. It was another five star. We'll take it. And the 47th review has words. The title. Blowy Logano. Nice. Five stars from Mr. Not Pepper. This is the gentleman I sent you guys the picture of the other day of his group chat. Somebody oh, yeah. Was, somebody in his group yep, chat yep. found us and then put us in the group chat and they're all hyped up on us now. So shouts to this guy for just finding us this week. Already leaving us a review. I'm looking at all of you that have been here since the beginning and not left us a review. This guy's after it. Getting after it. We appreciate we you. We appreciate him. What do we got? I found this podcast after the Road America race. I like everything about it. It's professional, but not too professional. Well produced, and I really enjoy the length. That's the first time anybody has ever said that about us. <laughs> Which part? Yeah. I think there that was like a five-sided coin right there, and every single side was a surprise to me. No, that was great. Um the New England accents are disgusting. Yo, what the fuck, bro? But acceptable. <laughs> I can't wait for the Yo, new that's Atlanta fucking episode. wicked rude, dude. Dude, dude, guy. Guy, wicked fucking. Yo, yeah, cousin fucking from Boston. The, I'm going to take him down to the fucking hob and throw him in my fucking self. In your car? Hey, yo, Donnie. Yo. Grab the lager. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do is you got to butter him. the fuck is that thing, You got to butter him up first. Bring him to a Sox game. Oh, I do it. I'm just looking for my ball. I'm just looking for my ball. We can get some seats. Do it very top of the fucking monster, green monster, green monster kid. kid. Beers, like three fucking bucks. Seats, Damn, man. Three fucking bucks. Three bucks. When the fuck was the last time you went to Fenway? Yo, I went once and it fucking sucked. Baseball, whack-ass sport. <laughs> um, but he said See he cannot, you fucking TD got in. Cannot kid. wait for the Hotlanta episode. Hey, that's this one. Here we are. So he gave us five stars off of the episode. <laughs> the only one he's listened to. That you were not here for. Well, I'm leaving. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, leaving. I'm just saying. I did pretty damn good, apparently. I'm not um, Yo, that's going to go from a five-star review to like an eight-star review once he hears Kyle's beautiful voice. Yeah, no, oh, absolutely. He runs the show better than I do. Uh, quick check on the Spotify. I don't think that one's moved. Yo, but big thank you very much for that uh, glowing that review. review. Um, that was wonderful. Quick we check. Are, we are still at 50 five-star reviews. Big 5-0. Speaking um, of 5-0. So, yo, Money Team Racing. Yep. Yep, where you at so the reviews help us out even probably more than the money does because that gets us higher up in the algorithm so please <clears throat> keep them coming keep reviews coming we love reading them especially when you talk about how you love our length that helps a lot <laughs> it really it butters, gets the egos pumped butters me up <laughs> for the week I'm good to go for the week now <laughs> I can smell a lie when I've heard it <laughs> but thank you very much <laughs> thanks bud alright uh, first segment callbacks <clears throat> Callbacks. Uh, Callbacks. As we do every week, call back to the TV ratings. Um, the first NASCAR Cup race on USA's network um, was a big decline from last year's event, which was a little bit of a skewed number given cable and not, but um, 1.93 million viewers last Sunday. At Road America? Correct. 
But didn't, Road didn't America really was these numbers. <laughs> no, we did um, Nashville the week we before. Did Nashville, yeah. okay. off, off and that week. was on NBC. This is the first USA <clears throat> race, correct? Right, and this is a Fourth of July race. So, like I think all three of us, no one really watched it live, or a lot of people didn't watch it live. They watched it later. I watched it live, but I streamed it. Yeah, I, didn't I did watch too. it on cable, but. I thought that too. When I saw these numbers come out, I was like, Sunday afternoon, 4th of July. A lot of people probably just going to catch the highlights later. Yeah, I think we need, to, we need to go back to those 4th of July night races. That was the, a yeah. nice bit from Adam Stern. It was the second most viewed sporting event of the weekend. Behind? WWE. I thought that's what <laughs> I, well, I was hoping it was going to be the hot dog eating contest. It's like, speaking of which. he's got us again. Oh, we talked about this last yeah, week. I yeah. know, but that choke slam was amazing. Amazing. That was awesome. Um, uh, so not great. Um, and I think this especially because last year, the 4th of July race pulled in 3 million. Yeah, I think this is where we've talked, like Norm just mentioned, going back to the Saturday night race helps because you go to your barbecue all day, you go home, relax, watch the race. Sunday afternoon. People got stuff going on. Where pe- there's people that are gone. Like I was up at the lake at you know for two days. You were yeah. at the Cape. Like people are off doing things. They're at their fucking camping. They're at their barbecues. They're at their lake. They're whatever. Yeah. And also the transition between the two networks eh, can be difficult for people to find it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think more people have USA than have FS1. Oh, yeah. But definitely. the numbers aren't showing that right now. But. Growing we'll things. see where it goes. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I want to see where it goes. I want to see like what this week looks like. Um, you know, because I think all of them are on USA until the playoffs now. Correct? I believe so. Or is, I or have is Indy on a the schedule standby. I think you are correct for a while. USA. Uh, nope. We uh, Indy Road. Okay, Indy Road's on NBC. Big NBC, and then Daytona. Big NBC. Round of sixteen is all USA. Round of 12, first Texas is USA, and then Diego Charlotte are both on big NBC. Round of eight, uh, all through the rest is on big NBC. Yeah, I was going to say, usually round of eight after is going to be on NBC. Yeah. Uh, Callback already. Um, Coleman, I forget who that actually is, but he, uh, yesterday in the race uh, race day chat on Discord, I'm assuming this is when Corey got wrecked. Fuck, I wanted my B for B. So thank ah, you for there donating that seven bucks. We appreciate you. And uh, call back to the... Color conversation of my car it was painful. I was screaming at my phone. Why? When you guys were talking colors. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's the problem? No, just that's just calling back to it. Oh, uh, I already and had. And the, my favorite color is the pistachio. Wrong, right? I, I had uh, Tony message me the next day saying I was pronouncing them all wrong. Tony doesn't pronounce anything correct. Tony, thinks, you're more than welcome to come on down here and he said, ass uh, Harley and tell he us He protected me that it's not Ginster, it's Ginster. Mm-hmm. I've never heard oh, a single person. I've never heard a single person call it Ginster. Yeah, he's, he's right. Is he? Mm-hmm. He can go fuck himself. And then he also <laughs> said, oh, what did he say? He said the other one was the Chagall Blue. Chagall, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't saying Chagall. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. It's a CH. It makes a ch- sound. Fuck you, Tony. Steven Chagall. But yeah. I do. Uh, my original dream was the pistachio base. Pistachio base is the best. But I like the Chagall base because I can actually see the pistachio when I'm driving the car. So that's the thing. I think the two weird colors, pistachio and Chagall, those are the good bases. Correct. Um, I think, is it red? I think red base is the worst, in my opinion. It looks like a McDonald's it car. It looks like a McDonald's car. Yeah. There's way too much red and yellow going on. Correct. There. I agree with you. Yo, that whole car is hella base, bro. And I don't know why you guys have problems with bananas. What was bananas? Norm doesn't like bananas? I don't don't like the consistency of bananas. I like the flavors of bananas. I'll eat a banana in one bite. I don't give a fuck. I'll eat banana runts all day, but 
But a I, small confession. I prefer the bananas when they're still slightly tell green. Me your confession. Same. I'm with you. I would rather a less than ripe. Yeah, an, I don't like, like them super over. mushy. I hate when you open it and go to eat it and it's just like mush. mush. Yeah. So I don't want food consistency. I would much rather have the more uh, erect banana. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? When they're before they're ripe, they're really like yeah. stiff. Like you like the length? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> banana's a grower, not a shower. Jesus. And canceled. Yeah, we went from talking about hot dogs to talking about erect bananas. Canceled. I just don't know where this conversation's going. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, all right, that's all I have for callbacks. Do you guys have anything else? Um, Probably again, but I forget them all every time. Oh, I, do this. I was at the store the other day. I got a callback. Dude, cars that are one color just look so much better. <sighs> Die. Yeah. Fuck your car, bro. Um, I have called back. Actually, I do have one. Thank you to everyone for not abusing me about Stephanie trying to rally my own army against me to get me to have a mustache. That failed miserably. It did. The only person that said anything was Mr. Scothon. He tried to make a hashtag. Didn't work. Uh, there was other stuff in the callbacks. I think uh, Joe Sanchez agrees with you that Vince Walsh is awful. Yes. And that's it. That was all in the Discord callback section. <clears throat> and callback, uh, I do believe Dan should have a mustache. I got back from my vacation and time away with the fam yesterday, right before the race. And I had a bunch of stuff to like, I got around the house, you know, clean the pool, do yeah, the yeah. yard. Grass was 10 feet long, whatever. Wait, are you on your month off right now? No. Oh. That was just last year. I was just, to build the hall, the hall just once. Oh, I thought you got that every year. No, no, no. Every five. Um, so I was listening to it on PRN and they were fumbling all over their words. I don't know if anybody was listening to it, but no. it was brutal. To what race? The cup race? Cup race. Yeah, I watched Brutal. it. I recorded it and watched it. Was it. Like, they all sounded hungover. I mean, who's their youngest was, guy? Rusty Wallace at like 61 years yeah, old? Yeah, it was brutal. But that's all I wanted to say. Anyway, uh, off track, learning lane. What do you guys got? Norm. What, me? I yeah, go first? You. I didn't really learn much this weekend or ever really, I guess. I feel that. I went and saw Thor this weekend. How is it? Thor 4. With Gore, the God Butcher, it was really good. I gotta um, want to see that. Bit of a tearjerker. Okay, really funny. Supposedly, there's an like a director's cut out there that's over four hours long. Jesus Christ! And they said it was like they just took every joke in the movie and just dragged it on for an extra fifteen minutes. So it's like a family. And I just episode. really want that fucking movie to exist. But Thor four, really fucking good. Yeah. Also blasted through. Uh, Chuck and them have been talking about on the revival show, uh, the Terminal List on Amazon. Good, bruh. It was like, I'm, I'm assuming if Chuck's into it, it's probably got to do with like anti-government and like farming in your own It's poop. actually <laughs> farming pretty, in your own poop. pretty anti-government, to be honest. Yeah, that's what Chuck's into. But it's like, it. um, fuck, what was that uh, That movie with the dreams? Feel with, the dreams? No, with- um, I watched that this week. With Titanic. Good movie. With Leonardo DiCaprio. Dream? Oh, uh, no, not Source Code. Um, Inception? Inception, yeah. It's like Inception meets like American Sniper. Huh. Okay, I could fuck it's with that. It's super fucking good. Combo. That's a horrible like analogy, but, but it's I, all about like his mental state. Yeah. Is like kind of fucked up. So like you're in and out of like memories and shit like that. So it's really, really interesting to watch. And it was super good, but it was like one man versus the government. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds interesting. But it's like a eight part series and all the episodes are an hour long. So it was, it was quite the banger. Yeah. Easy to breeze through. But yeah, otherwise I didn't really do much this weekend. I mean, went outside like once or twice, saw the sun, went, yeah, that's hot. Went inside. It's actually beautiful. Drove my truck a bit. You know, nothing crazy. Then what do you got? Uh, Quick learning lane that just happened right now. um, That Martin Truex is going to be in the interstate batteries car. 
this weekend. Oh, okay. And it looks just like uh, it looks out, just like the eighteen flat out forever. So Kai, nope, that's true X all weekend long because <laughs> it literally is the same paint scheme. There's just a Bass Pro Shops logo and a nineteen on it. Oh, that's There's a research 18 logo too. 19. That's tough. Yeah, it looks good though. Um, yeah, I love that paint scheme. Learning lane, learn something this weekend. Thought you just learned about the paint scheme. Learned something else this weekend. Damn, you? two learnings in one weekend? One thing only, please. She is going to murder me, but I told her I was going to do this. Ooh. Oh, God. Don't let anybody else mow your lawn. Oh, boy. Jeez. Is that an analogy or? Nope, that mowing the lawn. <laughs> okay. Uh, she got home early on Friday. We planned on Saturday to do shit around the house because we've been really neglecting stuff that we need to do. Ooh, lawn. can I guess? What? Weren't you just talking a couple weeks ago how there's like certain rocks in the yard you know how to avoid? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, she no, avoided no. them. I'll tell you how. Um, <laughs> so she's like, got home early on Friday and she's like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll just jump on the lawnmower, mow the lawn. And I'm like, she's watched me do it enough. She's got it under control. Not a big deal. Fine. I get home from work on Friday and nearly vomited in the driveway. She left. She was like, I left all the settings where you had it. Like, I don't see the problem. Then I figured it out because she was telling me that she kept hitting this one area where the grass was like kind of thicker. And the mower kept dying. She thought the little turtle bunny was just like the speed of the mower. Didn't realize that you have to turn it to bunny to get the blades spinning fast. So she basically cut the whole lawn on ceiling fan speed. Oh, no. So it didn't really cut. I mean, I will say the lawn was like this tall. It was like how so you guys bent saw the lawn. It. Well, she did cut <laughs> it. Slicked it down. She did cut it because it was like hayfield size. Then it was down manageable, but it was ugly as sin. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'll clean it up tomorrow. And it's that time of the year where the grass grows really slow. So I'm going to put the fucking blade. I'm going to put the blade way down and just scorched earth. I don't want to mow this for a month. Setting. Oh, so it's going to be brown in a week from the sun. I don't give a fuck, but I don't have to mow it. So I'm out mowing and I get down like my yard. I have patterns. I do a, you know, fucking circle over here, circle over there, circle up here. I go down to the first one. There's like a corner that kind of goes down into the woods and then comes back up. She skipped that whole corner. Ah. I'm like, because I asked her, I was like, oh, did you did you see the rocks? And she's like, well, yeah, I saw the one that I avoided. And I'm like, there's three. Because one of them is down there. So she didn't even go down there. Then I get to the far corner that I like hug the bushes nice and tight to make sure it looks halfway decent. She just fucking trioveled it. Missed like, <laughs> the whole, missed like the whole five feet of the corner. The side up by where my jet ski trailer and the Saturn is. Uh, the grass is really like thin up there. I think it just doesn't get a lot of sun. It doesn't grow as you know, full, as robust, as robust as the rest of the lawn. It's probably just poison from all the fluids. The Saturn's probably. leaking out. And just um, but ground. she's like, I didn't even mow over there. Cause it's, there's no grass over there. And I'm like, but there is. So I had to like all that never got touched. Oh, it was, it looks way better now, but I had to mow the lawn twice in two days. She mowed it the first time, but I will say keeping the lawnmower on almost turtle speed really saves gas. Oh, I bet she filled the fucking tank and there was this much missing <laughs> after doing the whole yard. Hey, Slicked it back like my hair. Yeah, but I just, I was like, I can't, I, I have to stop hey, giving her shit. Cause the I a for her, effort. No, A for effort. And I told her, I'm like, I have to stop giving you shit because I've realized, I realized it like in the middle of me giving her shit for it, like laughingly that I'm being her dad. Cause that's how her dad was like, yeah, you did it wrong. You're never touching it again. That's like, every, like, every dad. She hit a rock once when we were in high school and he was like, get off it. You're never touching it again. <laughs> like kind of thing. If only he could my see dad was like, the lines are crooked. Get out of here. If only he could see what his wife does to their poor lawnmower now. Oh, my God. I hit my grandfather's car with a lawnmower. He's, he's probably up or down. I don't know where that man went yelling at her. Like, why did you? Hit? She hit a parking cone once. I think I've told the story on here where she came screaming into my driveway on the lawnmower right as we were leaving, asking for help. And I look and there's a 
two foot parking cones sticking out of the chute because she has cones out in the horse ring for yeah. like horse stuff. And I'm like, Pam, it's fluorescent orange and reflective. How'd you hit it? How the fuck did you hit it? <laughs> but yeah, so that was the learning lane for the weekend. Um, aside from that, just said Saturday, kind of clean the house up a little bit. I was going to pull the camper out and start prepping for Pocono in two weeks, but that didn't happen. I'm going to do that this week. Pressure wash it, fucking make sure everything's hunky dory ready to roll. Um, played a lot of golf, played 18 on Friday, played 18 on Sunday. I have no life. It's becoming my life. It's all encompassing. But it's, it's not a bad way to go. It's fun, so I don't care. It's fun and it makes me want to kill myself. Nice. But we're getting better at it, actually. I've hitting the irons really good. So that's like why I'm in feeling good. Yeah, you'll have one bad day and then hang it up. That's how Noah. So last week was good. If we go play it all this week, it's going to be back to like me throwing my clubs in the woods. Yeah. Good times. We actually all have a, a learning lane, or at least Dan and I do. We uh, learned what Norm's almost name was. Yeah, Norm's alternate universe name was. Yeah. It was. was. Norman was originally going to be named Preston Blake. Pelletier. Yes. I would have hit you. Pee pee. Uh, you wouldn't have been able to afford to get into an area too heavy. <laughs> 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 so smell your vineyard vines from here, Preston. I would have been buying Kyle's parents' freaking $700 million house on the ocean, <laughs> waterfront sailboat when I was like 16 years old. But like, you would have. My dad owns this island. You would have had the Joffrey. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, my learning lane is quick. I saw Top Gun. Oh, you finally saw it? I did go see it. Unbelievable. Could your penis get any more erect? No. 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 Physically yeah, that, impossible. Miles Teller. That quickly vaulted into my top 10 all time. Uh, it's up there. That was such a good movie. Unbelievable movie. If you have not seen it, go like, see it. That opening scene, how they almost duplicated the OG, but with newer stuff was just. Yeah, the first 15 minutes was literally like shot for shot of the OG, but modern. Oh, and it was they, just like. They paid perfect homage to the original without, without trying to redo it. That's yeah. I if mean, my name was Preston, I'd say homage. Oh God, <laughs> what have we what have we created? Um, but my name's Norm, so I talk like, "Hey yo, hey yo, bitch, pass me a fucking Sammy Adams, oh, kid. Yeah, Christ. cousin from uh, Boston. We said, come that. on down to the Revere Flea Market. Why no? Why no? Why no? A couple of dungarees, ask, fucking dungarees, two for five dollars. Why about no? Our layaway program for people in Lynn. Um, <laughs> But we, uh, oh, man. Norm and I said that when we left it originally, when we went and saw it like fucking opening night, I was like, that did perfect justice to the original without being like, okay, this is fucking ridiculous. Oh, it was like it was perfect. Incredible. And did you see, I know me and Norm talked about it. Did you see the, um, Norm and I Go lefty on. designs. He made like a new school movie poster. Yeah. For days of thunder. Yeah. yeah. But he, and then I'll just leave it all. He anyway, he's, that's all he I got. He didn't make it like a sequel. He just went like they're redoing it. I'm like, no, it would be Days of Thunder 2. Yeah, but I don't Lightning care. Lightning Strikes Twice or something. But I don't fucking mean? care. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that killer. movie fucking Absolutely I, killer. I actually want to watch it again. I watched last weekend, actually, I'm bringing this up, the new Adam Sandler movie. The one on Netflix. About oh, Hustle. Hustle. Oh, my God. Dude, his his Netflix movies have been hitting. I haven't seen that one it's, yet. It's a, it's a heavy basketball movie. Like, if you don't like basketball, you'll probably like be like, eh, it's all right. But- Really, really good movie. Like we just heard my, my sister's uh, boyfriend put it on at camp last weekend when we were up there and the girls went to bed and I was like, oh, I wanted to see this. So me and him just sat there and watched it and it was fucking awesome. I'll check it out. Yeah. Adam Sandler doesn't always miss. You know what I mean? He rarely misses. I mean, even. And you know what? He's from a fucking he a kid. Yeah. Even the ones that do miss, like people be like, oh, that movie sucks. I'm like, no, I didn't hate it that much. It was pretty good. Uh, Jack and Jill. Okay. Yeah. I rest my case. Yeah. People. All right. Never mind. You're right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, anything else? Hit the news. It. I think that's it. All right. On to NASCAR talk. 
breaking news. News! <laughs> wow. Jesus. My ear popped. <laughs> the news. Not a ton of news this week, given the holiday week, I would assume. But first bit of news I have, um, you guys talked about it last week, but the official hammer was dropped on Mr. Noah Gregson, docked 30 driver and owner points and a $35,000 fine for his, uh, we'll say, dust up at Road America. Slap on the wrist. We, what's your opinion on the whole thing? Um, it, I mean, it's a necessary slap on the wrist. I meant um, like his whole, what he did. Like we talked about our opinion of it, but yeah, I mean, I'm all for the retaliation. You know, you Same. hit me, I hit you back. Um, but there is a much better time and place. <laughs> and if you're going to do it, don't take yourself out and at the same the time field. and half the field. Yeah. Like we talked about, if he waits one more corner, he can push him into the dirt. And yeah. Or if he let off the throttle and like gave him the old pit maneuver, he just doored him and then sent himself. Yeah. He's, they were going into five, which is a heavy braking zone. You could have pushed him into the dirt and there's no fine, no penalty, no nothing. No half the field doesn't want to murder you. I don't know if you saw any of that stuff coming out this week of, Brandon Brown thinking that junior motorsports should be paying all these teams because of their yeah, wrecked it was race some cars. Stupid ass shit people were posting. Brett Moffitt was all pissy because of Nice Motorsports put a thing up that Noah Gragson came in and no, apologized. Or it was Colleague. But he, it was he wasn't he didn't go out of his way to go to Colleague. He was probably there like fitting for his cup ride yeah. this weekend. So he he apologized to the Xfinity mechanics at Colleague and Brett Moffitt replied to it on Twitter and was like, Oh, our shop's right next door. We didn't get an apology. Like Everyone's all salty. Like, dude, if you waited a corner and just pushed him into the dirt, none of this is a thing. Yeah. This whole thing is a nothing. And also, if he didn't open his mouth in the post-race interview, too. Yeah, too. So, I mean, I'm all for retaliation, but there's a time and a place for it. And a better way to do it. Uh, do it successfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't take yourself out in half the field at the same I mean, time. I he wrecked so. Sage Caram at one point. Yeah. I think Sage Caram wrecked at that point. At that, uh sometime in that straightaway. But oh, yeah. there was a statement from Kelly Earnhardt Miller said, we understand today's penalty. Noah is a passionate race car driver and his actions occurred in the heat of the moment. Learning how and when to keep emotions in check is all a part of the learning process. Understandable. Yep. And they will not be appealing said penalty. Uh, Noah did get on Sirius XM. Uh, I think it was two, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, either way. Um, but his quote was kind of hilarious. So I wrote it down. Uh, what I would do differently is try to keep my temper or aggression under control and try to remain calm, cool, and collected. There is a bigger picture than retaliation or getting Sage back for the multiple times he doored us. So still kind of a subtle right, thing at the yeah, same time. Yeah. <laughs> backhanded a little he bit He was there. so backhanded. But I was watching the Xfinity race and I was like, oh, maybe Sage will get back at Noah. And then I looked and Noah's in like fourth and Sage is in 35th. I was like, yeah, not this week. No, nope. Um, but that's all I got on the Noah part. Um, next bit of news. Uh, Daniel Dye. Old nut puncher. Back in our news. Uh, pretty much all done with his uh, debacle with court and all that jazz. He did eight hours of anger management coursing, 25 hours of community service, and an unspecified restitution paid to the victim. Ka-ching. Yeah, someone got paid. Just getting getting whaled in the in the gonads. Well, yeah, that's what he did. So <laughs> getting paid for turning it. those family duel jewels into family dollars. You know you what I mean? Would have worked that, but yeah. if you didn't fumble it. Right I off stumbled on that one, boys. I'm yeah. sorry, you stumbled. 
You uh, Mike. For um, as we already talked about, and you guys talked about last week, the 17 team serving the penalty for the wheel falling off. Travis Peterson, uh, the engineer for the 17 team, will be uh, the crew chief for the upcoming few weeks. Smart move on their part, though, to appeal it for Road America so they have their crew chief for a race they had a chance of winning and then being like, all right, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, I don't know if you guys listened to the teardown this morning, but a letter obtained by The Athletic. Did you hear about this? Oh, yeah. Uh, about Chicago. They basically pulled the, uh, the old public knowledge record card, basically forcing them to yeah. disclose whatever information they had. Uh, essentially, Chicago endorses a NASCAR race on a temporary street course f- for a three-year stretch starting in 2023. There is no finalization to this plan as of yet, but a tentative announcement is expected on July 19th. Very interesting thoughts, though, from the teardown, which I didn't know. They dug into it pretty deep about how this is an election year. And if we get they, Chicago gets a new mayor, this could all be for naught. Correct. Apparently, there is a lot of opposition. I imagine Chicago is probably much like Boston, where, remember, years ago, the IndyCar race debacle, mm-hmm. where, you know, it was pretty much fucking signed, sealed, and delivered. And then all the people in Boston were like, we don't want race cars in our streets. Right. We don't want them to repave yeah. our roads not and make them better. Not in my backyard. Like, I've heard many times, if the Boston Marathon was not a thing and was proposed right now, it wouldn't happen. No. Because... And I feel like Chicago is very similar in that sense. So I'm not getting too worked up about this until there's fucking an actual date set and it's actually going to happen. Yeah. God forbid it happens because I think it's going to, I mean, I'm all for growing. We've talked about it all for growing the market, getting back into Chicago would be great. Being in Chicago would be awesome. Yeah. And you know what? I was worried about the Coliseum and it worked great. It did. So I could be pleasantly surprised, but I also don't think I'm going to be because 99% of the time street course races kind of suck. We Yeah, we talked they're, about they're it very, before and that's kind of my standpoint on it too. Wait and see. They're but. very scenic. They're very cool visually. But the racing, whether it be Formula One, IndyCar, I mean, look at the Nashville. I watched the Nashville street race last year because it was cool because it was right, you know, going across the bridge. But it wasn't a good race. Not I mean, really. you know what I mean? No. So that's what I worry about. I mean, if it, I, I did kind of like, like slash not like the comments on the teardown this morning about how, you know, this isn't a race for us. It's not a race for the hardcore fans. It's, it's not. It's more to try to grow the sport. And I get that. But like we've talked about many times before, are you growing it at the risk of shit racing that will not bring people back? We got lucky with the Coliseum. That was awesome. Right. And it kept people. You take this risk it, to bring new fans in and they watch the race, they go to the race, whatever. And it's, a you know three hour snooze fest they might not come back yeah and then you're going to lose if you know the rumor is true about road america going away that place was packed again to atlanta was not yeah jesus but like road america was packed last weekend for two years in a row they've had that place to the boards with cheese and johnsonville brats on the grill and that place looks like a fucking party yeah if it wasn't in wisconsin i'd want to go right but you, so you lose that to go to a street course that could fail miserably. At a certain point, it's too gimmicky. Yes. So we'll see what we'll I see agree. what happens, but uh, that's what we got. Yeah, I'm that's not. I'm not getting. I saw people. I've been seeing people getting super worked up about it. I'm not getting worked up about it until like we know actual hard details, hard money. But yeah, um, well, we were talking about it in the Discord last night, and I, I mentioned it uh, a little bit. I mean. The variation of the schedule is great because it gives a little something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So if this works out and people love it, great. Leave it on there. If it is it my thing? No. Is it really for the hardcore fans like us? 
no. Yeah. But if it helps grow the sport and it gives something to someone that doesn't like oval tracks. Yeah. Fine. Little what something I, for everyone. What I worry about though is this three-year agreement because if it does suck, you've now pigeonholed yourself into two right, more Right, but they years could change it. it. They could, but it's a it's, street course. It's not set in stone. Yeah. All right. Valid. Uh, but the endorsement for three years doesn't mean they have to use it for oh, three okay. years. They're not required to. Okay. It's I didn't a know if it was like a contract. Yeah. All right. No. So it is in Chicago, right? It's That's literally going to be doing? in downtown, right. like just like the iRacing track, streets of Chicago. Okay. Over, under 10 people get stabbed. I'll take the over. I'll take the over on that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Still Chicago. It's, Fair enough. Yeah. But that's all I have for news. You guys got any bits? That loose wheel is just going to disappear by... Where'd that go? It was just over there. Check the 23 box. No, another 20. <laughs> Check a JGR box. <laughs> it's going to be one of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I got anything else. Not a whole lot. Hold on, Lee. Just breeze through um, the disco. Joe Gibbs Racing did come out this week and say that they are still like gallantly trying Hiring. to get Kyle back. Yeah, I did see that and I, I was hesitant to put it in there because it was just a whole bunch of quotes of the same stuff we keep hearing. Yeah. We're, we're working hard towards it. Blah, blah, blah. We really still want them. Blah, blah, blah. But no movement. I did it's a also lot of talk. see something from Steve Phelps. I will paraphrase because I don't have it right in front of me about the new TV deal and how it is. It seems like NASCAR is hearing like the Denny Hamlins and Justin Marks say that they want the teams and drivers to get more money out of the deals. And it sounds like they're going to be kind of going towards that Good. and really putting thought into that because obviously the more money going to the teams, the better teams, the more people get attracted to the sport. So they did acknowledge that in a quote that I read, but it wasn't, it was also kind of like one of those just like pre-printed out quotes. It yeah. wasn't like super specific yeah. or like that. It was just kind of like, yeah, we hear yeah, We're going to try. Yeah. Yeah. But they did acknowledge it. That's, which is good. I mean, it's a step in the right direction because like you said, the more the money trickles right. down, like the better the racing. I'd like to see 23XI build a fucking town of a shop and, and be a Justin Marks be able to afford to go build a shop or whatever in Nashville. Like, yeah. I want to see these teams do it. I want to see teams like Junior Motorsports and Nice and other teams like that want to come up to Cup to make money. Mm. Right now you have guys afraid to do it or you have teams like Spire or Rick Ware front row even that are afraid yeah. to spend money because they're not making money. It'll be nice to have more than just the big three. <clears throat> well, even the big teams, look at what Denny said on the download, like that they have plans to build this massive 2311 shop, but they're holding onto it. They're not, they bought the land, but they're not building anything yet Yeah, because they want to see what's coming. And they can get out from underneath the JGR shadow yep. per se, if this right. deal it, works out. It wasn't directly related to this, but it was, I imagine it's related. Corey LaJoy this week after the cup race, was saying when they got fifth place earlier in the year at Atlanta, it wasn't a big pay increase from what they're used to getting to make it worth it. Yeah. So as soon as those pay increases start and it pays to finish in the top 10 every week, that's when the teams are going to start spending more money and mm -hmm. we need the TV deals, the sponsor deals, the NASCAR deals to pay the top 10 better. Yep. Right. So it's going to trickle down and it's going to, Create better racing T overall. In TV my deal is 24, correct? Correct. Okay. So this TV yeah. deal is good through this year and next. Okay. But yeah. we'll, um, we'll hear about the TV deal but before But it's, it's the promise of the well, future next, that I think, is I, Denny's depending I on. I think next year, like the silly season is going to be a lot of TV deal talk. From what I'm hearing, we'll hear more about the TV deal probably when this season is over before next year before even next starts. Before next year yeah. even starts. Okay. So that'd be cool. Should be good. Um, that's couple, it. Couple of quick things okay. just about local, local stuff. Okay. We already talked about uh, Friday night. Um, Mr. Corey LaJoy and was it Reddick are yes. going to be racing at Lee Speedway? Yeah, in late models. Uh, Corey is now also racing on the in the modified race on Saturday at Loudon. 
Excellent. And Brad Keselowski's coming up early because he's going to be at Thunder Road in Vermont racing a late model on Thursday night. All right. So that's pretty cool to see these guys getting up here and going to some of the local tracks and shit. But that's, they've Who talked about. Who was it? Flat Out Forever was going to that? Yeah, I think he's going to try to go, he said. Um, Send us coverage. Where was the, I think it was Hannah Newhouse on Dale Jr. Download. They were talking about the old days when this used to happen a lot. And it's good to see this coming back. You know, it's great. It's, it's been years mm. since this stuff. Well, I mean, like this we'd, has happened. we'd always get the Ryan Newman's. Newman I mean, would be in the modified race, but I'm Kyle more, or Kyle Larson's going to be in fucking yeah. Wisconsin this weekend. But I'm racing more some sprint car race. I'm but. more talking about like not the races at the track because you're right. We always had Newman in a modified or whatever. But to see Brad Keselowski coming up on Thursday when he does nothing to do up here until Saturday, Saturday, that's pretty cool to see him go and it and <clears> you know. And Bar- it's cool because he has no ties to Barry, the road that I know of. Barry, Vermont is not close to Loudon. That's not like a, oh, it's right around the corner kind of thing. Yeah. Like, that's Dave Moody's hometown. Yeah. That's a hike from Loudon. Nick sucks 21. Oh, Dave Moody. Um, So it's kind of cool to see these guys, you know. It's great. Doing this kind of like, that's what I'm looking for, like olive branch, like to these local short tracks and yeah. stuff. So I think it, it puts yeah, a spotlight just, on the local tracks. It's just it, branching out in general. Yeah. Puts a spotlight on them. It'll, you know, yep. we haven't had a superstar per se in the sport like we had with Jeff Gordon in the 90s and Earnhardt and stuff like that. The more they do, the more they get themselves out there too. Yeah. The bigger they become. Yeah. I mean, I'd say Kyle Larson's probably our closest. I don't, but but I don't, I don't think it's on the level of the Earnhardt's Gordon's. Not yet. Dale Jr. Getting there. I would think Jr. was probably the last one. Right, but none of those guys, I mean, other than like Earnhardt in like the 80s, branched out like we're saying and well that's small yeah, tracks. but that's the thing he built up his legacy you know even just i remember them talking i think it was on the daily download they were talking about it um that you know the more they go to these local tracks you might have that short track guy that doesn't watch nascar let's say Corey goes out there and you know either kills it or like let's say gets out and has an interview like he did this weekend with the track or just PA chums it up with or the just guys. chums it up with people boom you've made a fan that guy might watch nascar now to to root for you and then it's just going to build and build and build from there you know? Yeah. I mean, how cool did we think it was that we saw Corey pretty much the same group, Reddick, Bubba, ba- um, um, Blaney, Blaney, all these guys at the dirt track at Loudon. A couple years I mean, ago. That they was didn't, awesome. They didn't need to be there, but a couple of the guys went, Hey, I want to race at that. And the other guys even, were like, my buddies are going to be there. I'm going to go. Yeah. Blaney wasn't doing anything. He was just there. I think he waved the green flag, but then he was just chumming around in the pits. Like I held the porta potty door open for him. Uh, Bubba was there just taking pictures. Like he was in the infield with a with a photographer vest on, just taking pictures of the dirt race that night. Yeah. And then yeah, Reddick and who else was in that race? It was somebody else. I don't remember who it was. There was two cup drivers in the midget race. I just forget who the other one was. Reddick LaJoy. Oh, Corey was in it. Yeah. I think that was it. Maybe you're right. Um, but they were just hanging out. Like they didn't have to be there. Blaney could have waved the green flag and then right yeah, back to his bus. Blaney was the grand marshal or yeah, whatever. He could have just scooted right back to his bus because the dirt Bubba tracks. was there the entire time taking pictures. Yep. So I like seeing this stuff. I, I want great. more of it. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more drivers at Lee. Like, obviously, we know Corey and Reddick are going to be there, but they have friends. I want to, like, maybe. We'll, I'm sure we'll see Skip. I mean, Bubba and Corey are bros. If Bubba, hey, I can go take pictures yeah, at Lee. Maybe. Like, so that kind of stuff is cool. And, like, seeing other drivers go support their friends will be even cooler just to get the opportunity to maybe meet somebody. And, like you said, just outsourcing, get their name out there. Yeah. Say, yep. hey, like NASCAR is all inclusive. Like, Absolutely. Look how cool these guys are. They're willing to come out and race with you guys in your $5,000 beat up street stocks. Like, come check out what they're doing. Yeah. And Larson's doing a great job of that. Like you said, you know, 
He, he's just talking to anybody. Yeah. And they're just acting like a normal guy when he's out there too. Wind parties or whatever they call them. Yeah. When Larson's like standing on the roof of his car, just like shotgunning beers with uh, 50 fans around him. Like that's super cool. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Shall we uh, head over to mid Ohio? Sure. Let's go to freaking Ohio. The O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 at Mid Ohio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> um, practice was a, a little damp, a touch damp, just a touch damp. Um, did you see NASCAR put up? I think it was Corey Heim trying to do his best Tokyo Drift impression Dude, or whatever it was. A little bit of that, that I, or I watched the YouTube highlights of it. He took like one lap and spun like six times. Yeah. Chandler Smith did spun a lot. Yeah. Too. Chandler Smith did too. And finger blew up a transmission. Whoops. Um, so yeah, not, not great. Um, did final round of qualifying wasn't even held. R for rain. I don't think they even used rain tires. Well, I thought you I saw some sort of the, controversy they that something. they couldn't switch them. Like once they chose what they were yeah, on, they were that's on what them. It was. You couldn't come back in and change them, which seemed kind of dumb, but I get it. Because drivers like Norm Benning show up with one wrinkled $20 bill and they're like, I'm not allowed to spend more than this. So no one else can too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. To the rear, Derek Krause, Austin Wayne Self, and Chris Wright for unapproved adjustments. Um, Corey Hyman, Parker Kligerman, Led the field to green. Um, Parker all over Corey that whole first lap. Uh, watching watching them two battle was awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, Parker did take the lead by lap four, and we did ha- have a caution by lap eight. Mason Filippi, Filippi, dead on track. Um, we got to lap 13, and Maddie D goes slow on track. Um was in like fourth place at the time. It was shut it down, fired it back up, and apparently kept rolling. So don't know what happened there. But anyway, um, more engine trouble for Ben Rhodes at lap 16. And then we got to lap 20 for a one-lap shootout to end the stage. Ultimately, Parker Kligerman held off the field to take the stage. Um Stuart Friesen got in the back of Justin Marks coming to start finish. Didn't have a great day for Mr. Marks. That was, was that where he was flipping somebody off? I saw that he, uh, they talked about it. I don't think I saw that. I didn't see the video, but they talked about it later when he had his other issue and they said that he had an interesting day flipping people off. And because his post-race interview, he was like, he was like, you know, some of these guys know what they're doing. Some of them don't, you know, and apparently they were like, yeah, you had, you had to uh, show your displeasure with some hand signals there. And he just started laughing and walked away. (laughs) I think he needs to do more what junior does and get into a competitive Xfinity ride to have fun. Mm. Not a competitive truck ride at a shit show of a track. Yeah. Did you see the end of that stage? It looked like Justin Marks like backed it down to give Carson Hosevar the spot. Might have. It really looked like he backed it down to give him. I didn't, I didn't see that, but were they, were they like 10th and 11th? Uh, eighth and ninth. Oh, yeah. little team orders. Here's some extra points for it, you. It looked like it. It could have been. I, I don't know. Carson doesn't have any wins, does he? Does no, not. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. So that extra point helps Carson. So Parker ultimately took the stage, followed by Zane Smith, John Hunter Nemechek, Corey Hyman, Grant Infinger, your top five, Christian Eckes, Tyler Ankrum, Carson Hosovar, Justin Marks, and Stuart Friesen, your top 10. If that name Justin Marks sounds familiar, he's the owner of Trackhouse. Yep. Lots of racing experience. Lots of road Back racing behind experience from that the man. wheel. 
Um, so that ended the stage and teams were given three minutes to change tires, do fuel, make adjustments, whatever. And they were going to restart in the order in which they finished because they were not live stops. Nope. They so were, they were the, we're the road crew. We don't know what we're doing. Please just let us take, take three minutes to change four tires guys. Yeah. We go back to green after that. Uh, we get to lap 26. Ben Rhodes comes to pit road, working on the fuel cell, had power issues earlier. Also got a speeding penalty on the way in. Whoops. Not a great day for Mr. Ben Rhodes. Um, lap 29, we see the Parker Kligerman, Zane Smith battle for the lead. Um, they're like two, three seconds on the whole field at this point. Yeah. They, it's just the two man show up it front. It was gorgeous racing. Unbelievable. They weren't rubbing nothing. Like they were. So clean, both of them. They were, all right, I get the advantage on the right-handers. You get the advantage on the left-handers. It was beautiful. It was awesome racing, and especially with how narrow mid-Ohio is. Yeah. I was super impressed with both of them. Not a lot of real estate there, but put on some great racing. And I'm not a huge road course guy. Uh, I've admitted it many times. Not typically my thing. Yeah. But, man, this may have been the race of the weekend. It was a fun race. I've The trucks put on a great show at mid-Ohio. Uh, we get to lap 34. John Hunter Nemechek heads to the garage, blowing smoke out of that machine. Um, but we get to lap 40 to end the stage. Parker Kligerman and Zane Smith continue their battle. Ultimately, um, Zane Smith takes the lead away and takes the stage from Parker Kligerman. Zane Smith takes the stage. Parker takes second. Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, Carson Hosevar, your top five. Grand Infinger, Stuart Friesen, Tyler Ankrum, Kaz Gralla, and Ty Majeski, your top 10 in stage two. Uh, same pit setup for the end of this stage break. Restart with Zane Smith and Parker Kligerman. Um, Zane got a really good jump on that, but Kligerman runs him down and takes the lead by turn, leaving turn four, I think it was. Um, lap 46, Justin Mark spins from 13th place on his own. That's not the one we're thinking of. You looked up a couple laps later. Ah, okay. We get to lap 51, and we have a caution for Justin Marks real hard into tires. Somebody, uh, he hit the brake pedal, and there was nothing there. Brakes have left the chat. <laughs> Yeet. That he, was, there was watching the, imagine in-car. the panic. Well, you can see it in the in-car. So he goes to hit the brakes. Now, I think they said on the broadcast, he was doing about a buck 60 there at the end of that straightaway. Yeah. You can see his leg hit the brakes. It goes to the floor <sighs> and you see him reach for the shifter. Then he reaches back to the wheel and then he reaches for the shifter again. I think what he was thinking is, you know, gear it down, see if you can make the corner, see if you can't get the brakes back. And then he realized he's closing on Austin Wayne. So I think it was no lawless Allen. Yep. He's closing really fast. So you can see if you watch the in-car, you can see him go through the thought process of like, okay, I can slow it down. No, I got to spin it. No, maybe I'll slow it down. Ah, oh, shit. Fuck it. I'm going wide. And he yeah. barely, barely missed lawless Allen. Almost took him out. Almost took him out, spun it into the gravel. And unfortunately at that speed, the gravel is going to slow you down, but he skipped across it like a rock on a pond Yeah, and just buried it he broadside broadside into the tires now me and norm were talking about it it looked like from the truck that it was a violent hit but then the in car but the in car was beautiful he looked like he landed on a fluffy pillow filled with cotton balls and you know kittens while strapped in while strapped in you yeah. know so but yeah it was a hard hit i'm sure that woke him up a little bit probably bitch he hasn't taken a hit like that in a while yeah super part-time what you good bud what oh he's shaking the whole room it's what i do <laughs> I got a Red Bull on the way down here. Yo, I'm you fuck chill down. out with the Red Bulls, brother. You're yeah. going to die. 
We got two left. Promise? 55 for the next caution when Austin Wayne self spun around and Jack Wood gets collected again. Yeah, that kid, we were talking about that. We were watching the highlights before we started recording. I feel like I don't watch the trucks all the time, but when I do watch them every single time, that 24 truck ends up wadded up. Somehow yeah, it, was, it was like Alfredo in his one cup season. Yeah. It's, it's just, like every single week it's wrecked, whether it's his fault or not. And it goes back even to last year. We were talking about it. I remember being at Pocono last year. There was a wreck like on the first green flag and he just drove by us with the front end stuff, the back end stuffed. I was like, oh, damn. So we restart at 60 going to a 65 lap race. Um, Parker Kligerman and Zane Smith out front. Um, Corey Heim gets into the mix and ends up second place by lap 61, but ends up blowing up, unfortunately. And caution comes out for him stopped on the track. Rough. Running really well all day and nothing to show for it, unfortunately. Um, restarted with Zane Smith and Parker Kligerman again and basically watched them two battle all the way to the finish line. And what a battle it was. Those two put on an absolute show and kudos to them for being in the truck series and actually running each other quite cleanly as we typically do not see in the truck series. Yeah. Yeah, that was an awesome battle. That was a very classy battle between them two. But Car- Parker Kligerman ultimately takes the win, followed by Zane Smith, Carson Hosovar, Stuart Friesen, and, and Christian Eckes in the top five. Chandler Smith, Kaz Grala, Derek Kraus, Colby Howard, and Haley Deegan, your top ten. A lot of people came from the back and moved forward. Haley Deegan starting 28th, finishing 10th. Colby Howard starting 30th, finishing 9th. Chandler Smith started 31st and finished sixth. So a lot of movers and shakers. Yeah. Great race. Yeah, Absolutely. Shouts great race. out to PK though, dude. Parker Kligerman. Did you guys see the, Love uh, it. we were talking about it before, before we got on here, how that man has not got a full series ride since 2013 is astounding. He's a damn good driver. Absolutely. <clears throat> he is, but he's honestly, he's great on TV. So it's kind of hard to, obviously I know what he would rather do. Yeah. But I'm sure that, is it NBC or Fox? NBC. On? So speaking of that, did you guys see the tweet? I think he retweeted it on uh, Twitter. The His NBC pit mates. So it was Kim Kuhn and Marty Schneider. Mm-hmm. Um, they were watching him win on the TV. They, You know, they have the, when they do the live shots, there's like the guy with the camera. And then there's the other guy with the, like the monitor on the pole that shows the shot. So you kind of know you're getting it right. Right. They had the race on one of those. And Kim Kuhn. Marty Snyder and all the camera guys were sitting there watching it and they're like, yeah, go by. Like they were losing it. And he's like, this makes me feel so happy. My NBC family loves me so much. Like they were losing it. Oh, it was so great to like see. Like watching your buddy or your coworker do something cool. I don't know if you heard his uh, crew chief, but damn near crying. I heard that. Oh, yeah. it was I'm like, grown man crack. Yep. No, oh, so yeah, proud the, of them. The, I'm glad they kind of cut it off on the replay <laughs> yeah. video because I was like, I might have started crying, yeah. honestly. And for a team that literally has one full time employee. A big day for them. Yeah, huge day. Big, big day for them. So very happy for them. Um, what is it? Only two more races in the truck series before the end of the season, right? Before the end of the, I think so. Regular yeah, season, Pocono yeah. and then. No, uh, one. Pocono. That's Just Pocono. It? Pocono was the end of the regular season for them. Truck series is wild. That's yeah. crazy how they take like months off, it feels like. They'll have two. They'll have three races in two weeks and then they'll do nothing for four weeks. Yeah. It's, it's the weirdest. Where does schedule. their playoffs start? Uh, at Lucas Oil. When? 29th of July. Oh, okay. So their playoff starts 
way earlier than our. Than yeah, the but Cup then they series. take like two weeks. They off take a bunch and... of time off because then they end up meshing up with the Cup and Xfinity. Like there's the only time... one race in August. Yeah, by the time we get to Phoenix, they're all meshed together. They're you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, that's weird. so. Who the fuck makes this schedule? They have they raced on the ninth. They don't race again until the twenty third of July for Pocono. And then the twenty ninth at Lucas Oil at Indy Raceway, and then August thirteenth, and then September 9th. Where are those two? Uh, August 13th is Richmond. September 9th is Kansas. So there'll be companion races. Yeah, that's when they start meshing with the companion races at that point. Yeah, so bizarre. Anyway, shall we head on down to Hotlanta? Wetlanta. The Alsco Uniform 250 qualifying was rained out. It was moist on Saturday. Mm, Damp. Damp is a good word. Um, so they went to the weird um, algorithm. Matrix, matrix algorithm to figure out whoever led the field to green, which ended up being Ty Gibbs with Josh Berry second on the inside. Um, Ty Gibbs actually got out of shape on that uh, that first re- the first start, I should say. They all did. They went to the yeah. corner and no one had the setup right. And it was just kind of like, oh, hold yeah. on. Josh Berry ultimately took the lead right there. And we got a whole lap and a half in before Jesse Uji spun from 37th place. Literally, literally by himself. There wasn't a car within 10 car lengths of him and he just spun out. In 37th place on There's, lap two. I saw a talk on Twitter when this happened because obviously, you know, you got the guys that cover the race on Twitter, the Jeff Glucks, the Bob Pockerses. They had their scheduled uh, Jesse Uji caution, Jesse Uji spins tweet. You know, they, they just schedule it for at some point during the Xfinity race. Yeah. And there was a lot of people. I saw somebody brought up something that, you know, the guy is part owner of the team. Someone needs to sit him down and be like, dude, you are hurting your wallet. Yeah. Put a better driver in this car. You are not the move. Featherman. Put Weatherman in the car because you event essentially all you are doing is hurting yourself and your team, but that you own. Like, it's, I don't know if it's more a, looking like a start and park every day. Is it right? A, the, is it a the problem is he brings the sponsors. Yeah, but the is sponsors it a, are there for him. Is as I guess it's a sponsor. I was going to say, is it like a pride thing? Like, it's can he not get thing. over? Oh, it's himself? definitely. It's definitely. He thinks he can do. He it. thinks he can do it, and he's like, "No, I got this." And then he fucks up every week. Yep. And just waiting for him to take somebody with him. That's the biggest. Basically, thing. it hasn't happened yet. I mean, took well, Ty that, Gibbs out. I was going to say under caution. That Arca break. Thank you. At Gateway, I think it was. Nashville, Nashville. Yeah, he arca breaks pretty bad on. Yeah, that horrible arca break in the trioval where he killed a man, kilts the man. But it's He's just like not good. It's yep. there's eventually there's gonna be something he does something that either gets somebody hurt or takes out half the field, hurts or himself, hurts himself. Yeah. So we get back to green after that. We get up to lap twelve, and Sheldon Creed goes for a spin, and I think he was fourteenth place at the time, coming off a two. Yeah, it just gets loose. Yep. I think that was the one where Brandon Jones pinched him. Yes. He pinched him super high. Like Brandon, he was about to be outside of Brandon Jones and Brandon Jones didn't care and came up out of the corner. And I think Creed tried to run a lane higher and got loose off too. Luckily didn't hit nothing. For the duration of the stage, we had a pretty good battle up front with Josh Berry, AJ Allmendinger in the mix, Mr. Gibbs, et cetera, et cetera. But Josh Berry ultimately took stage one, followed by Ty Gibbs, AJ Allmendinger, Brandon Brown, Noah Gregson, your top five. Daniel Hemrick, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier, Brandon Jones, and Myatt Snyder, your top ten. A um, little bit of a mess at the end of stage one on pit road. Almondinger had to back up. 
Uh, Ty Gibbs was blocking him, had a slow stop on his left rear. Um, Barry had a loose wheel, had to go back into pits. Daniel Hemrick and Sieg both got speeding penalties coming out. We go back to green for stage two. Um, Almendinger got to, we got to lap 48. Almendinger was restarting eighth at the time and ends up slow on track up the wall, up the track into the wall, ended up having a loose wheel and makes it to pit road. Tyler Reddick ultimately took the lead on that instance. Um, but Dinger was just fighting to stay on the lead lap for quite some time after that. Yeah, um, he, he put up a good fight once they caught him, but no one's going to push you at that point. Yeah. So, uh, so he was, sorry, he's fighting to stay only one lap down, but ultimately Sheldon Creed did get by him by lap 75, putting him two laps down. Not a lot to write home about other than that in stage two, other than Austin Hill taking it home. Followed yeah, by it was a good, it was a good RCR battle. I think like four out of the top five guys at that point were all RCR backed. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they figured it out. Austin Hill, Sheldon Creed, Brandon Brown, Tyler Reddick, and Justin Allgaier, are your top five. Brandon Jones, Ty Gibbs, Ryan Truex, Landon Castle, and Jeffrey Earnhardt, your top 10 in stage two. Jeffrey was hanging out up there most of the day. Yes, yeah, he was. Until he got taken out. Yeah. He was like surprisingly good throughout the day. Kid's got some talent. He's a hell of a restrictor plate racer. He really is, yeah. Yeah. Runs in the family. Um, Tyler Reddick got a speeding penalty at that stage break, and Jeremy Clemens got a pitting outside the box penalty. We go green for stage three and get up to lap 88 when Brandon Jones spins from eighth place in turn four. Um, Minor contact. I think it was Hemrick and Allgaier, but nothing major outside of that. Restarted at 93 with Gibbs and Riley Herbst, the monsters out front. And will the two monster cars play nice? No. (laughs) (laughs) They won't. Um, I think it was Riley, uh, Ryan Truix run, uh, Gibbs up the, up the hill. I know it was Herbst was inside of Herbst was on the inside. Gibbs yeah, on the outside. Ty Gibbs and Herbst just like, I don't know if he got a bad bump or what out of two, but he just went straight. Yeah. Or no, he even, had, he admitted it. He yeah. tried to get in front of the 54. It's like the fuck. Yeah. Oh, Truix was like, pushing. You were, yeah. you were looking eye to eye with the guy and he tried to just turn yeah. into him. Oops. That was, we all thought, everyone assumed, even the broadcasters, that he got a bad bump and got pushed up the hill or the car got unsettled. But he goes, no, I tried to block him or I tried to take the position. It's like, dude, you weren't even fucking close tried, at all. I tried to block him from his door. What? Yeah. It was ugly. I mean, I guess it's technically a block. If I looked him in the him eyes the and fence. tried to block him. Yeah. I mean, if I guess if you're technically blocking him, if you just stuff him into the fence. He blocked him from finishing the race because yeah. of lap 94, head to the garage. Yeah. They done. I was going to say, on the bright side, Ty Gibbs got the worst of that one. Yeah. On the what now? Bright side. The bright side. Lap 107, Mr. Sam Mayer in seventh place spins off the nose of Mr. Jeffrey Earnhardt. Hits the wall pretty Once again, hard. Didn't even have a chance of being clear. No. That was, and he didn't spin off the nose of him. He spun off like the right rear tire because that's where his door was when he <laughs> when he tried to get in front of him. It was like, that was another thing of like, spotter, what are you doing? Yeah. And Sam Mayer took full punt or uh, full responsibility blame. for yeah, that he, one. He, yep. he got out of the car and shit all over himself. He's like, I thought, and I'm pretty sure Jeffrey hooked him. Um, just saying. But he got out and he's like, yeah, my bad. I thought I was clear. It's like, how? Not. You weren't even close. Um. And then they kind of just ran away with it. We got to 120. Brandon Brown got into the wall. 
uh, with a flat tire. Yeah, that was too bad. And then you uh, had a hell of a day going. Yep. Austin Hill takes the white flag. Um, Josh Berry tries to get a run, but does not have the speed. And Austin Hill takes the win. That's two super speed. Well, super speedway plate type races Ish for Austin that he Hill because he won Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super disappointed in the last ten laps of that race. It was nobody made like moves. a six car, seven car breakaway. They were all single file running the middle lane. No one tried anything at all. No, until the last lap, Hemrick from fifth dives down to the bottom, and I think he he nosed up to third at one point, fell back down to fifth. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone in the top five was content, and it was. It made the finish boring. Kind of reminded me of the last few years of the Gen Six car at Super Speedways, where they would just truck around until the white flag, and then all hell broke loose. Yeah, but hell never even broke loose. That's what I mean. It never happened. But I there was a couple. I think it might have been last year. There was a plate race, one either Talladega or Daytona in the Cup Series that was like that, where you know they waited until the white flag, and then a couple guys made a charge, but nothing amounted to it. I forget it. I don't remember which race. Yeah, I, I. I remember that happening. It Might was very similar Degas, to the um, Dega race that Stuart Haas was like 10 seconds. Just ran away with everything. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> remember but when they had speed? Remember the worst races I've Dude, ever Dude, I'm not going to lie. Sunday, there were several points where I was just like, uh-oh, uh-oh. It was almost tandem drafting. I saw it a few times, yeah. But they just, they couldn't stay together in the corners. And Xfinity cars were even worse. Yeah. Xfinity cars couldn't even be next to each other in the corners because those cars were so out of control. So anyway... Got a hot date or something? You're just breezing right through these. There's not a whole. There wasn't a whole lot to no, talk about the Xfinity race. One, thing, Xfinity race was one thing I noticed just on the Austin Hill thing, that man is huge. <clears throat> yeah, there was a. They I was I didn't watch any of the Xfinity. I watched like the first couple laps of the Xfinity race before we left, but they had him in car and like they were going through all the in cars they have. Like oh, and this is the such and such with Ty Gibbs and. Then they get to Austin Hill. He looked like the clown in the clown car. Like it looked like his head was almost hitting the roof. But then yeah. they go like yeah. then they it go looks to like a, any normal sized person in a midget car. Then they go to like a Ty Gibbs and he's like down in the seat. Like he the seats enveloping him. Austin Hill looks like they had to grease him up to get him into the seat. Yeah, like, it's like when Joey Logano climbs out of a cup car. You wait for him to step down. You realize that's just how tall he yeah. is. He's freaking he's, huge. He's still standing like in the a car. Normal, normal person in a legends car. Yeah, he is huge. He said it. They were talking about it during the race that he said the hardest part about going from trucks because he raced trucks for years and did well in them. You said the hardest part from going to trucks to Xfinity was just fitting in the cars. There's a lot of room in the trucks. Because the trucks are massive. Yeah. I mean, Michael They're Wal- much more. Michael upright. Waltrip could lay down in a truck. He can't barely fit. I love when they have cars. like an in-car with Haley in the truck because she's tiny. Yeah. <clears throat> she looks like you barely see over the steering wheel. Like, Yeah. He's a big, big boy. He's a, I, I didn't realize it until I saw, and I saw the victory lane pictures, and he just looks huge. He looks like a lumberjack. Yeah, he looks like a lumberjack. It's funny seeing the discrepancy in sizes of, like, drivers. Tyler Reddick. Because, like, you, you look at other sports, you, you know, basketball, they're all, like, mostly really tall, like, well, somewhere between, like, 6'3 and well, 7 feet. Well, and it depends on the position. It's, you know, you got your Isaiah Thomases that are pretty short, but then you got your, you know, your big middle guys that are But, he, but even, like, pretty tall. short is, like, 6'1". Six, six, yeah. Well, even look at, like, F1. Where they're all tiny, every ounce matters. They're yeah. like a fucking bunch they, of mannequins, which they're all like, 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 jock, yeah, like, like jockeys. Yeah. They're all five, six hundred and five yeah. pounds. Yeah. And then you can, you go to NASCAR. It's like Joey Logano, six three. Tyler Reddick, five four. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where these guys think we have New England accents. I'm not that was a pretty heavy one. Yeah. Oh, five four. Okay. Five four. I had, I had a joke. There, yeah, cousin from Boston. I had a joke there. Who's um blank and Applebee's? Help me. 
Driver, Applebee's. <sighs> Mike Harmon? Mike Harmon. Mike Harmon. You're like, oh, Joey Logano, 6'4". <clears throat> Austin Hill, 6'5". Mike Harmon. Saturn. Three bills. Around. <laughs> 300 pounds. <laughs> Statistically proven to be better. Has a gravitational Applebee's. pull. All right. The Quaker State 400. Yeah, oh, we really are cruising, huh? Well, they're like I said. They're Not just, a lot of news. Yeah, there wasn't any news. Sorry, folks. And our, our uh, learning lanes are all very short. Yeah, actually, surprisingly for once. Yeah, Dan's half hour was like two minutes. <clears throat> and he had like two or three different learning lanes. I did. I just Yeah, you, you breezed through way faster. So, so can we talk about, for those that have listened to a long time, I get shit when I take too long, and now I'm getting shit for being too short, which I'm more used we to being plan too short. <laughs> I'm Norm, not touching that. Norm almost just spit water out of his nose. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Damn, where's Steph this week? Home. Okay. Qualifying was canceled Hopefully due to lack more. of hustle. Hopefully she's Deal not with mowing it. the lawn. Starting lineup was set by the fancy algorithm yeah like i said saturday was a basically up, up until the xfinity race was a complete fucking washout yeah pretty much i'm surprised they even got the race i didn't in. think they were gonna get the xfinity it race didn't in. look good um all right comp caution was also in the mix for this race because of all the rain and the no practice which good thing they did because that first corner for a few guys was a little uh spi- yeah. spicy yeah um, all right, so Ross Jastain and Chase Elliott led the field to green. Uh, the inside line did prevail. Uh, Larson was uh, all, very out of shape. Quickly. All, what did you just touch me with? Oh, oh what did you like with that? <laughs> that was fucking cold and uncomfortable. So, yeah. Um, His soul? No, I, I watched. I had my, for some reason, I had my eye on Larson when they went into one and two. And I was like. Ooh. He's really side before the broadcast, even because Dale Jr. was like, oh, Larson's out of shape. I was like, that car's a little more yawed out than every. Oh, oh, God, he's sideways. I thought he was wrecked. Yeah. I thought he was done. I was like, here we go. Stacking up early. Um, yeah, we had some some jockeying for the lead between Ross and uh, Mr. Oh, Chase. Sponsor Elliott. plug. Sponsor plug. Jockeying. You like that? Hey, oh, he didn't like that on purpose. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out really well, though. Pay us. Pay me. Yeah, we'll, Give me underwear. We will wear your underpants. Uh, but not a ton to write home about for a while, uh, other than Austin Cendrick uh, basically plummeting through the well, field. Well, so didn't Larson. Larson started, what, top five, and he was down in like 26th, a yeah. couple laps in, and same with Cendrick. He went all the way back to the, like, 35th. Cendrick uh, started fifth and dropped to 36th yeah, in the yeah. first 15 laps. Yeah, bye. Brutal. Uh, but we had some pretty good battling up front uh, later on in, before the comp caution. Denny, Ross, Blaney all up front. Real tight racing. Oh, yeah. Real tight. Uh, but we got to the comp caution. I think they threw it at 26 it or was so. right around 26, yeah. Um, Larson comes to pit road trying to fix a apparent steering issue well, with they the five. The, they had the hood up. Well, they put the hood up to adjust the shocks. Like that's, you know, there's no more putting the wedge wrench in the back window and putting a couple rounds in it. Like they actually have to go in there and it's like adjusting your coilovers, basically, you know, yeah. dealing with spring loads. Dampening adjustments. Yeah, dampening adjustments and spring. I don't know if it's spring. I don't think it's spring heights, but it's definitely like they, they're messing with shit in there that is way above my pay grade. And I'm sure somebody's screaming at the radio right now, but it's not my problem. I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, double adjustable a few people, coilover nice. shocks a few, bad boy. A few people did that though. Maybe not on that caution, but I remember later. Uh, no, Sendrick was under the hood. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse, Stenhouse, Stenhouse I, had a rough day. I heard they couldn't Stenhouse, figure that car yeah. out. I heard about Stenhouse doing it. Um, and then it was crazy because they came back out after they go green after the comp caution. Larson's car went from Tokyo Drift in every corner to like on fucking rails. Yeah, quickly. Um, 
Bubba also missed his pit box on that comp caution yeah, break. Yeah. Uh, belt was too far forward. Yeah, you could see him like there was a little bit of miscommunication and he kind of like came to a stop and then was like, oh shit, it's back there. I, yeah. I have to back up. Suarez also had to back up and MTJ got a speeding penalty. Yeah. Um, okay. Go back to green after that for a while. Larson was back in 33rd on that restart and had climbed to the top 20 within the next 20 laps. Yeah, he was, so he seemed was, to fix said yeah, issues. He was rolling. Um, but we had a good battle up front with uh, with the buddies, Mr. Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney battling for the lead for yep. a while, right around lap 50 or so. Good to see them it two battling. really was. I mean, the battles this whole race were great. Uh, Bowman got into the mix a few laps later, pushing Elliott to the lead, uh, ultimately giving Chase Elliott the stage one win, followed by Mr. Alex Bowman, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, and Willie B, your top five. Nice to see Willie B. Showing up again. For he him. was up there. I mean, he won this race in the spring, so not I mean, surprised. He was knocking off some great finishes and then just plummeted. He's gone. Him and Bowman have both gone into like a summer slump right now, yep. and they need to figure their shit out. Which we've seen from them both a bunch of times, coming out hot and then just. It's it's like we talked about last week. Someone had the question about, you know, are they testing playoff setups? I don't. That's what I'd like to think. But like Norm said, I think it's more likely that they're going through their normal slow period. Yep. And then they'll turn it, you know, hopefully bring it back up for the playoffs. But does it last the whole playoffs? Yep. Who knows? Kyle Bush, Kurt Bush, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, and C Bell wrap up your top 10 for stage one. Um, we go back to green for stage two. Uh, Martin Truex did take the lead at lap 70. Um, 72, Eric Jones gets into the wall on turn three. A little scrapey. And then we had an accident in 78. At lap 78 on the backstretch, BJ McLeod goes around. Uh, Ty Dillon was involved. Chris Busher was involved. It looked like the five of Larson got into the back of Ty Dillon and pushed him. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Because uh, Dillon had to check up for McLeod. Were they going around the lap car of McLeod? Is that what it was, if I remember correctly? And maybe McLeod kind of got a little loose, I think it I was. I think you guys are thinking of two different wrecks. The one you're thinking of, I think, is the Garrett Smithley spin. No. Uh, yep. Yep. But Ty, Norm's but, right. Norm is right. Oh, yeah. The McLeod yep. one, I think it was just him in the 17 spun. Uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yep. yep. McLeod, I, I think put the two they- Because Dylan was involved in both of them. Yeah. I think they said McLeod broke a control arm or something like that. Yeah, because his car, just, I remember that his car just snapped around off of yeah, the two. Yeah, he spun, and yep. I think the 17 spun into him. Yes. Correct. Yes, correct. You're right. You are correct. If I'm remembering correctly. No, you yep. are. No, you're right. Thank you very much. Because the 42 was involved later on. Yes. That's when the five was pushed yep. into the 42. Yep. Five pushed the 42. Right. And we were yeah. all, we're all, I, I panic watched this last night. So it's all blending together. Yep. All right. Um, we get to lap 91. MTJ gets a little loose uh, off the nose of Mr. Ross Chastain. To be fair. To be fair. I think Truex was already loose. Yeah, that yep. wasn't Ross's fault. And then nope. Ross didn't check up. Again, I, I don't put this one on Ross at all. I think Truex was already loose and Ross had nowhere to go and just helped him around. Yep. Uh, I agree with that. And I said that in our Discord unfortunately, when we were talking about it during the race. But unfortunately, it's Ross Chastain yeah. involved in yet another wreck. Whether it doesn't matter if he caused it or not, it's just another black mark on the resume. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that the air off of Ross's car isn't what got. Martin Truex loose could have been Ross was right on his rear bumper. Yeah, it could have been, 
But Martin started bobbling with the car. Ross backed off. But, I mean, if he can't slam on the brakes, it's exactly. not, not going to exactly. work. And, unfortunately, Ro- Martin, even Junior, called it out immediately. Martin was out of the gas trying to save his car, and Ross just helped him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of cars were involved in this. Uh, Chastain, obviously. Austin Dillon ended up buckled into the wall. Murdering the that wall. That was one of the hardest hits since Chastain at Fontana. That thing snapped up it, the wall. It was a decent angle, though. That, that pic- I think that was the saving that point. That friggin' still, that uh, stationary camera shot that they had up on the wall. Bro, when the car hit like a foot in front of it. <laughs> Dude, <gasps> that was like you're looking at the wreck behind you, and then all of a sudden it's just Bass Pro Shops Camaro perpendicular to the wall uh, that yeah. was ugly it looked like mcdowell caught the corner of him and sent yeah, him up somebody, the wall. somebody yeah. spun down the hill i think it was mcdowell it, it was McDowell. and then austin bounced off the wall and he's the one that caught larson spun yep. larson around he got some damage kyle bush was involved obviously mtj c bell logano mcdowell all logano involved. was fucking all four I tires th- off the ground yeah, yeah. he can't, he was fine after that they fixed the car he was like even the broadcast was like what is he doing out there like that car was it you know all four tires off the ground slammed down backed into the wall it was very similar to the Harrison Burton Daytona crash. He was loose and sideways and Kyle Busch hit him in the door. Yeah. And that's what flipped Harrison Burton at Daytona was getting doored yeah. while spinning. And that's what I think what saved Larson was they were going downhill. Logano. But he, or Logano, you're correct. He was in the air when he hit MTJ and uh-huh. Chastain, I think. Yep. And it was it was crazy. I I can't believe he didn't flip. I can't believe that car was out there. Not only running around, but competitive for the rest I of the think, race. Wasn't it Kyle Busch that got into the side of the yeah. door, yes. Logano? Yeah. Yes. I think the only... Did anyone even get knocked out of that race? Um, Dylan. 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 Yeah, I think that was the only Dylan, car I know Larson, went a, got Larson went a few laps down for a little bit. He got him back, but he did go a few laps down. There was a f- couple Logano guys. eventually went on the DVP, but... Yeah. I think that pretty much ended Kyle Busch's day, if I, if well, I remember he, No, he was still running around. It yeah, was, he, he went a couple laps down. Yeah, but he wasn't. He went a few laps down. Factor, that, that's, the splitter was completely disconnected from the front bumper. The fucking thing was covered in tape. He was just out there making laps at that point. Yeah, just hoping for a better finish. Yeah, which, guess what? He didn't get it. No, because yeah, I think it eventually he spun again. Uh, we go back to green. Uh, Harrison Burton led from the outside with Ricky Stenhouse on the inside. Stenhouse takes the lead. We got to 107, and Chris Busher got into the wall in turn three after losing a right front tire. He actually seemed like he got it slowed down enough. Like, he didn't have a very hard hit, but mm-hmm. it was still a good hit. Yeah. Uh, 137, Mr. Chase Briscoe goes for a spinneroo from 14th place, lost a rear tire. Yep. Yeah, but I th- think it blew after he spun. It blew after he spun. I remember that because they. I remember they were trying to figure out if they blew, and they showed one replay. He was sideways and all four tires were up. I think he so. was just too high out of four and just yeah, put a little just extra, it. Yeah. Put a little extra wheel into it. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. Um, all righty. Uh, Tyler Reddick got around William Byron at 147 to take the lead after getting a little shoveroo from Ryan Blaney. Um, and we got to 159 and our, our boy, Mr. Alex Bowman, loses a right rear. Sends her up into the wall. Backs it into the fence. That was Which violent. Which sucks, too. This was after stage two, right? This was in the third stage? That was to end stage two. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was coming. There was like two to go, I think. Yeah. That, ended the, was, that ended the stage. Yeah. He was caution. looking like top fives in both stages, yep. which would have been great for I mean, him, that came but. out of nowhere. That thing just, I mean, exploded and snapped that car around, just like we saw a couple guys in the spring do here. So, yep. interesting. So, Chase Elliott wins stage two under that caution from the Alex Bowman wreck. Okay. Uh, giving Chase the stage, followed by Chase the second stage, 
as well as first stage. Uh, Tyler Reddick in second. Brad Kozlowski had climbed his way up to third. He was hauling ass right yeah. at, in that la- at the end of that stage. It's always good on these super speedway styles. Yep. Never count them out. Ryan Blaney, Kurt Busch, your top five. C. Bell, Harrison Burton, William Byron, Ross Chastain, and Corey LaJoy. Keep an eye on that name. It's going to come up again. We go talk it, about it, it for a while. It comes up every time you mention the Corey LaJoy. Hey. <laughs> All righty. Um, 161, Ricky Stenhouse comes to pit road again under the hood again. Was this when he actually blew up? This was. Yeah. And he had, he had lost the lead and then he was complaining for like 20 laps that he had no grip when- whatsoever. He dropped to the back. He was behind Willie B for a while. And remember, he came up with a radio and he was like, tell the 24, I'm perfectly fine with following him wherever he wants to go. And then like a lap later, it was like someone pulled the fucking parachutes and threw the anchor out. He got sent to the back. Yep. Like he lost 100 horsepower. Yep. I didn't see what the actual final issue was, but as it, we were it, it, it blowed up. Yeah. Uh, 170 um, is when we, the one that we mixed up, Garrett Smithley got out of shape. Uh, Ty Dillon runs into the back of him with a little help from Kyle Larson. Like they said on the broadcast, I think uh, Ty Dillon saw the Garrett getting out of shape. He backed off. Unfortunately, this is another one of those situations where Larson can't see what's going on in front of Ty Dillon. So he didn't slow down. So he pushed Ty Dillon into Smithley and kerfuffle happens. Kerfuffles. God, just everybody collected in the they top were, there. The worst part about that is the broadcast was highlighting Smithley at that point. They're like, he's doing so good. He's in the top. And shit. Right <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for Smithley for most of that. I mean, he was so far off the pace early in the race. Got all they his laps him. back. Yeah. Got up to the front on pitch strategy and literally no one even gave him a chance. It was no. like green flag would drop. They would split him down the middle so fast. I was like, damn. Like, And I like Garrett Smithley. I feel bad that he's in Rick Ware racing equipment. Yeah. And he doesn't normally make himself look that bad, but sometimes he does. But this, I don't think, was his fault. I think he blew a tire or had a tire going down. It had a, he either had a soft because it had a, something. a strong wiggle. He oh, dropped wicked. a bunch of mile an hour, and the car got really squirrely going yeah. into the turn. I don't think there was enough time to really assess what was going I don't, on before everyone packed in. I don't think the tire blew, but I agree with you that it may have had a puncture and gone soft. And he yep. went in the corner, and the thing was just like, oh, oh shit. I think Cody Ware, obviously teammate, was having tire issues on the right rear as well. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had the same setup, and he may Maybe. have had, he courted a right rear or something. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Uh, but Larson, Kozlowski, Reddick, Bubba, Willie B, Todd Gilliland, Ty Dillon, Castle, all involved. This ended a bunch of guys' days. I know Willie B was done, I'm pretty sure, after this. Yep, yep. Smithley was done. Larson was okay. Bubble was okay. Reddick went through the grass, had to come get, you know, he had some flat tires and a lot of car wash grill. Yeah. Car wash, preferably. Did you notice speaking of grill openings, it was early in the race. I, they had a, um, the camera right at Bowman's pit stall. Now I'm wondering if this is like the fresh pavement or something. He came to a stop in his stall and all this, it looked like brake dust came out of the front grill. I'm wondering if the track is like it's all the dust from the new asphalt and shit coming up and getting stuck in the ducts and stuff. I feel like it could, could be brake dust. I don't know out of what it is, but yeah, these new cars, I feel like just collect so much they do. more shit. I mean, I it looked like, you know, when we go to Martinsville and they come in for the pit, they come in for a pit stop and they pull the wheel off and they when it tips over, the fucking brake dust just goes everywhere. It looked just like that, but it was coming out of that center grill opening. Like yeah. when he stopped, all the particles kept going and I was like, you drive through a fucking sandbox on the way here? Like, what well, the hell? All the, all the aero ducts in the engine bay doesn't allow for any air to circulate around that way. So it 
it's not escaping somewhere. No. It's going straight out the yeah, hood. I mean, so, it's a, the whole front end's a giant screw. Yeah, so what I wonder is, is it, you know, just dust from like new asphalt kind of thing or rubber or something, but it was wild when he came to a stop. It looked like someone took a shovel of like dirt and just went whoosh, out in front of the car. It, it really could be the brake ducts though. It could have came straight out the brake ducts. Yeah, but yeah. They weren't, they're not using the brakes very much. I but saw at least I'm just thinking Brad Gosnowski, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe his brake ducts were pretty much all taped off. Yeah. You weren't using much brake here. I mean, you but were. But yeah, I mean, with how I've been coming into the pit, with man, how yeah. big and open that front end is now, it's gonna I could imagine it's just sitting in there like, like that lower scoop on like a uh, C5 Corvette, mm-hmm. like that giant air dam. It's just stuff's just probably laying in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could be. But yeah, it's a new track. I just thought that was interesting that I saw that. I was like, holy shit! These new cars. I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. I just feel like they get so much dirtier than the old ones. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it has what something to do with that lower diffuser and stuff like that. Now there's so much more, more arrow on the bottom of the cars rather than before. And it's kicking more yeah. crap up. I mean, look at the, I mean, Darlington's always, the cars are always dirty at the end of Darlington, but the end of that throwback race, it was like, those cars looked like they went through war. Was it yeah. on uh, Fontana? It did. Fontana too. <laughs> Fontana, they had to change air ducts and shit like yeah. that because it was, there was so much yeah. debris on the track. Debris. 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 189, we have the Kyle Bush Cody Ware incident. Yeah, what the hell was this? Because the broadcast didn't know what happened, but it looked pretty clear to me that Cody Ware cut Kyle because Kyle Bush came on the radio and was like something about spotters. Spot- bitching about he, he spotters. He said back here, spotters don't work, work. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then the broadcast was like, oh, did whoever was behind Kyle, was it um, Castle? Landon, Landon Castle. They're like, oh, Castle must have spun Kyle Bush, and I looked at the the one barely replay they had, and I'm like, no, that looks like Cody Ware probably got in front of Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush had to check up, then he got hit. Like, yeah, I think yeah, that's because Cody happened. Ware was on the apron, yeah, drove around the apron, then spun out on the back stretch, almost killed Castle again, almost killed him again. But I mean, it's those backs it into the wall from the apron. It's yeah. those <laughs> typical back markers, dude. Those Kyle Bushes, those Cody Wares. They just have no <laughs> idea how to fucking drive. But I just like. That, those the, Joe Gibbs cars. The broadcast yeah, always in the way. The broadcast just did such a bad job of like I saw it as soon as I saw the replay, and then hearing him bitch about the spotters, I'm like, I can already see what happened. Cody Ware just fucked up and cut Kyle Bush off or whatever. Well, and JGR got out of the way and Rick yeah. Ware could run better. I, I mean, they had what one car in the top twenty at this point? Yeah, probably. Well, at this point. <laughs> Let's talk about that final lap, JGR. What's going on? I have an interesting stat at the end. Ooh. Um, okay. Corey LaJoy. Leads on the outside on a restart at 193. Can you say the first part of that one more time? Corey LaJoy leads from the outside at 193. Can you say it it more French? Can you say it slower? Corey LaJoy leads from the outside. Corey LaJoy. I need those three words. That's all I need. Can you sultrier? Corey LaJoy. On the top. What's Corey LaJoy doing? Leading. Uh, All right, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Watch out, watch out, watch so, out. It's Chase Elliott. So we've seen this before. Someone stays out. They get the lead. They get sucked up pretty fast. Everybody else took two and four. He took. He was the only car that, well, there was another couple cars took none, but ended up like fifth or sixth. Right? Nine this? laps later, Chase Elliott gets around Corey LaJoy for the lead. <clears throat> one lap Nine later, laps. One lap later, Corey LaJoy takes it back. So this is at the point, me and Norm were talking about this on the way down. Junior was like, I don't think Corey LaJoy has the ponies to lead the pack. You know, obviously they're talking about how it's a Spire Motorsports car. Yeah, they have Hendrick affiliation, but they're not getting the best stuff. And then right as Junior's saying that, Chase goes around Corey. And then it was like the next corner, maybe maybe a corner or two later, 
Corey just powers right back around Chase Elliott. And I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. So pretty much at that point, Corey got the high side moving and passed Truex. And he led, I don't know, nine laps, you said. And it seemed like the pack was a lot tighter than it had been all day. So they were thinking that Corey was really choking up the field. So I think that's what drew Junior to say that Corey maybe didn't have the horsepowers he needed. But obviously he proved it wrong immediately. It was fantastic to see him running up front. Yeah, I was hyped. Oh, man. Um, how many laps did he end up leading? Um, 15, maybe? It was like 13 or ni- no, 19. Well, you got to think he led a bunch at the end there under yellow. True. Um, I want to actually, I want to know. I'd say probably 15, 16 laps. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. 16, which it was, it was awesome because like we're saying, like Corey's a pretty damn good super speedway racer and he'll normally work his way up there, play strategy and be up there in the end. Not normally in a position to capitalize on it. We saw it at Daytona last year. He was in the top four coming. Yeah. When he was in the uh, built bar car. Yeah. The second Daytona last year. Yeah. And it's not, it's typical to see him there at the end because they save their stuff. They can't really afford direct race cars. Mm -hmm. So normally he'll lock himself into a top 10 here and there on super speedways, but this was the first time we saw him get up to the front early enough that he could race. And it was awesome to see. Yep. I mean, like Dan said, he was, he was up there racing with the big dogs. He was able to power past chase Elliott, who has probably the best engine in the field. That move right there, getting back around chase. I was like, Oh my God, this, this might happen. And he was wheeling it too. Cause he shot past him. I think it was in two and almost knocked down the wall at a two. Yeah, he, he had a head of steam and he cut Chase's nose off so fast that he almost went past him through the wall and into the backstretch. You want to you want a stat that makes me both happy and sad at the same time? Let's get it. Corey LaJoy led the same amount of laps yesterday or Sunday for you. Then he has this, his entire cup series. Then career. Kevin Harvick has this entire season. I take that back. Exactly the same amount. 16 laps. Kevin has led 16 laps this year. Yeah. For those new to the podcast, Kyle's a big Kevin Harvick fan. Yeah. Yeah. Not not looking good. Anyway, um, 236, Mr. C. Bell goes for a spinneroo from sixth place. Don't worry. His day got worse. Yeah. Um, 246, Denny Hamlin spins from fourth place after a little assistance from Mr. Russ Chastain. Oh, I, for I figured it was set. just an obvious it was a cue answer. Up. Sorry, was I, was, cue up. I looked at my phone really quick and it was a picture of Corey LaJoy. I got really distracted. Uh, hey, don't, you, don't so. you do that? I want to win that. What if I want to win that? So the uh, the friendly battle between the one and the 11. I don't think that's friendly. Continues. Has it ever been friendly? <laughs> so I gave Ross the pass on the Martin Truex incident. You get no pass on this one. No. You could lift off the throttle, Ross it might set the front end a little better so you don't climb the fucking track a lane and a half and get in the back of other cars. Now, like Norm yeah. said, me again, me and Norm kind of talked about this on the way down. A lot of the cars were doing that. They were pushing up the racetrack, but not that far. And again, you you lift and live to fight another day. But now you do this and... Yeah, it was... It was a lot more pronounced in the Xfinity race. They were really egg shaping the corners. Mm. The cup race, the lower lane had been drifting up a lot in the middle of the corner and kind of arcing it back down Mm -hmm. to exit. But I mean, 
uh, Denny Hamlin wasn't exactly on the white line. He was a he little was bit above yeah, it. He was up. So, I mean, Ross just, he lost the front end and just kind of stayed with it, hoping to grab those front tires eventually in turn. But And, I mean, he got, so not only earlier in the race, Austin Dillon, when he got out of the car after his big wreck that Ross caused the start of, he was not kind. No. And then it's Ross first after, the world now. after this, I mean, I was shocked. You know, we saw it at, what was it, Sonoma, uh, the Fox broadcast. Tony Stewart pretty much roasted Ross Chastain the entire race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we've got the NBC guys. Burton and Latart were not pleased. They were like, what is he doing? Just if you lift, you know, you're not helping your case by continuing. You, to, you get on TV and you talk about, I need to be better. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then you do that. You, you go in the corner, you lose the front end, and you just try to power through it, and you take Denny Hamlin out. Yep. Um, even Junior. Remember when we were talking about it earlier in the season when he made the entire field split him? Yes, that was. And I said his luck was going to run out doing stuff like was that. that. Daytona or was that Atlanta? It was a super speedway. It was a super. I don't remember which. There's no way it was Daytona because that was too early for him. It might have been least. Atlanta. Could have been Dega. Could have been Dega. I'm, I'm thinking it was Dega. It might have been. Yeah, it might have been. So yeah, I think it was him and that. But I remember that. It was him and Mc, You're right, it was. Yes. It was McDowell that he was battling with yep. for the yeah. lucky dog. Yep. So he made the field split him. Yeah. And I was like, bold move. That's not going to continue to pay off. And here we are. I read um, was this was this the teardown this morning that I heard it on? I don't remember exactly where I heard it, but they were talking about how it might have been always race day too. I don't remember which I listened to a few things this morning. They were talking about how Ross being this way is how he got to where he is. Mm-hmm. He was a prick in the truck series. He was a prick when he did Xfinity. Now he's kind of being an aggressive prick in the cup series. You wonder, is he afraid to back down because he's worried he's going to lose his edge? Yes. You know, Probably. You know what I mean? 100%. He's gotten to where he is being I'm, the way he is. So he's afraid to back off because if he backs off, he might suck. I mean, I, I'm torn on it. I am too. Because I like how aggressive he is. Sometimes it's kind of dumb. I think yeah, I think yesterday, like when he's aggressive and pulls it off, I I like it. But things like yesterday, but like you're not gonna pull it off if you don't no, constantly try. But the problem with yesterday, that wasn't even aggression. That was just dumb That racing. was just dumb. Exactly. Because you go in the corner, you lose the front end. Your first reaction when you have cars that you're outside should be to lift because then you'll set the front end back and you'll be able to make the corner. He just powered through that push. And just yeah. right up the track. The MTJ one was being aggressive and there's nothing he could have do. About exactly. It. He was being yeah. aggressive. He was driving hard. He was on his ass. There was nowhere for him to go. Yeah. The Denny one was just dumb. It was just, it was a stupid movie. Should have, and it, it's to the point now where when this earlier in this season, when there was some of the aggressive stuff, even going back to gateway with Denny, some of the other times, you know, you see a lot of, you know, going, looking at Twitter, looking at Instagram, looking at people's opinions. They're all like, Oh, you know, the, He's great for the sport. We need aggressive guys like this, blah, blah, blah. The end of the race yesterday, I saw a lot of different things. I didn't really see too many people defending him. There was a lot of people that are like getting tired of it. Yeah, but it's also, it's the cool thing to do now and drivers feel safe doing it. I mean, Ricky Stenhouse. The mob mentality. The mob mentality. Earlier in the year, Austin Dillon now. Yeah. These are two guys, in my opinion, that and I laid into Ricky pretty hard when he did it, but it's, it's guys that are known for doing the same thing. I mean, Austin Dillon, how did he win his Daytona 500? Yeah. How did he? Ricky Stenhouse has done it yeah, more times. These are guys known for making ballsy moves and it paying off, and they have a reputation for doing that. 
but now it's the balls or the shoes on the other foot and they can now call somebody out yeah. for it. I mean, Austin Dillon was way too premature with his, I mean, just dragging oh, he Ross through him. the mud. Yeah. And he had apparently not even seen a replay. His spotter is just like, oh, one got into the 19. So Austin Dillon goes, one's a fucking joke. He wrecks yeah. the whole field every yeah. week, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, it's blah. the mob mentality. I just think the way it looks worse for Chastain because you look at some of these guys that have had the similar reputations of him. It was kind of a long, slow burn that they built this reputation up. Ross has done it in like three months. Here's the thing: <laughs> with he's Ross, finally in though, the conversation. Yeah, I'd say seven out of the ten things he's gotten into this year have been over aggressive driving. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, the Chase Elliott gateway thing. I was fine with that. You want to put it three wide, try to pass a couple cars, go for it. You wreck yeah. somebody, yeah. own it. Hey, I was going three wide. I was trying to get everything I got. Unfortunately, both times I believe he's run into Denny Hamlin. It's yep. been kind of him overdriving the car. Yes. Yep. So he has no foot to stand on with Denny no. Hamlin. Other than Gateway, he had tried to pass Denny for like 10 laps. Denny wouldn't let him by. There was only one lane, so he moved him. I was okay with that, but he overdrove the car. It yep. wasn't a clear just moving you out of the way. So unfortunately, he has no leg to stand on with Denny. But I am completely okay with driving aggressively. I mean, we're going to talk about it in a second, but... Say he threw a block like Chase Elliott did and wrecked somebody. Yeah, fine. Whatever, dude. You're racing. Yeah. It's, you're racing aggressively. That's fine. But just a stupid mistake like overdriving I, the car when you're in seventh place and just wiping the guy out above you. Like, we don't need that. I like Ross and I like his aggression. But what I'm worried about is he's making zero allies and he's going to be fighting for a championship. And yeah. I don't think this field is going to let him win a championship. I, I agree with that. You have pissed nah, enough so people off. It poses a question. Will Denny serve him back payback? Yes. When? Playoffs. When it met, when it, he, he said it himself, when it matters the most. But I'll play devil's advocate here. Is it a smart move for Denny to pay him back in the playoffs and risk taking himself out? Right. That's the thing. For, True. For Denny to pay him back in the playoffs, Denny would at that point either need to be locked into the next round which Denny hasn't been that fast this season no. to say no. lock himself in the first race of the round of eight. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, or he would either need to be previously, previously locked into the next round or be knocked out already out. Yeah. So assuming that Ross goes further than Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin might do something, but I also feel like it, no one's going to do shit. I they think they race him harder, but I don't see him getting cleaned out. Yeah. I that's that's my thought process is unless Denny is locked into the next round, he's not going to do anything about it because he's not going to risk taking himself out. And let's say they go to Darlington in the round of 16 and Denny wins at Darlington. Then they go to Kansas. Denny has nothing to lose. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to add more playoff points for the next round, but he's already locked in. What better to do now right. than he clean him out? Yeah. So uh, I think it's going to take the perfect situation where Denny has nothing to lose. Gateway was Denny's best opportunity because he was already a 35th place car for the day. Yeah. He was done. His, he was done. His problem would be to start a rivalry. I'm not super worried about Denny Hamlin, not worried about MTJ, not worried about Chase Elliott. None of the other guys he's really beefing with right now I'm worried about other than Denny, but Denny would need to be, like you're saying, a perfect storm for Denny to have the opportunity to do it. Right. Unless he can clearly go into a corner and know it's not going to be of any consequence to himself to just door the fuck out of Ross and send him into nowhere's land. Denny that should, could happen, but there's yeah. not a lot of opportunities for it. Denny should be looking at the bigger picture that he's the guy that hasn't won the championship yet. Yeah. He needs to focus on winning the championship yeah. or he's going to be forever known as the guy well, that didn't he needs win the to championship. concentrate on what he needs to do until, so he doesn't end up like the Harvick 
Harvick of last year who made his entire playoffs about getting Chase Elliott back and then knocked himself out of the playoffs. That's, that's more what I'm worried about is Ross starting a beef now. Eric Almirola is pissed at him. Eric Almirola is not going to wreck Ross Chastain. I'm not even giving that any time. I don't see oh, that. Oh, come on. That's I the greatest quote of the weekend. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, he could talk all the shit he wants, but Eric Almirola wouldn't fight somebody. In a food line. Yeah. He's not going to do anything about it. He's not going to fight somebody in a ball pit, never mind in, in an actual fist <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Eric, though. Greatest quote of the weekend is, is like uh, the broadcast. Like, oh, they must go grocery shopping at the same place. Yeah. But I will say, I think the worst thing Ross Chastain could do right now is start beef with somebody like Eric Almirola. Who's not in the playoffs? If he's next Jesus, week, Ropley, relax. If next week he wipes out Austin Dillon again, and Austin Dillon decides my, it's my life's mission to wreck Ross Chastain. Austin Dillon has nothing to fucking lose. He will wreck Ross Chastain. But somebody already in the playoffs, or somebody racing to stay in or get into the playoffs, is not going to do shit. Right, I agree with you. So back to the race. Uh, we restarted with two to go. Uh, two fifty-eight. Corey LaJoy out front. Um, Corey LaJoy did get a nice old shoveroo from Mr. Ross Chastain. Got a little out of shape. Um, MTJ gets out of line. Chase Elliott takes over second. Chase Elliott ultimately passes Mr. Corey LaJoy and paint the picture for the last race, last lap. Dan. Well, I just watched it again on Instagram. So, um, yeah, Chase gets around him. They end up, Corey and Chase end up clear coming to the white. They're, everyone's two by two behind him. Um, they go into one and, you know, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Corey licked the stamp and sent it. Yep. He saw his shot to the outside and he took it. And like I said, NASCAR just posted um, basically the last two laps with Chase's spotter audio. And Eddie DeHaan is like, go top, go top, 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 top. And Chase reacted, went up. Threw a block on Corey. Corey gets up into the fence, spins, takes a few other cars with him. Um, Chase then dives back to the bottom to get in front of Ross, which was probably a winning move, if I'm honest. Yep. Um, and then the caution comes out, Chase's head, and Chase Elliott becomes, or finally wins at his home track. Yes. Uh, to the delight of nobody. Absolutely hate it for uh, Mr. Corey LaJoy, who was running incredibly well. Yeah, I'm... I think Norm said it last night in the Discord. I'm not mad that Chase made the move. Like, it's the move you have to make to win the race. Absolutely. I'd yeah, be I'm, mad not, at, I'm not mad at Chase. I'm mad it happened. Yeah, I'd yeah. be mad at anybody that made that move. Yep. Because I wanted to see Corey throw the Hail Mary and win this goddamn race. And after rewatching it, I retract my previous statement that I made to Dan that I think Corey was going to hit the wall no matter what. After seeing a couple different angles, I think he would have got out, outside of him. I don't think it would have been... Had... had Chase not blocked him, he would have passed him. Oh, yeah. he had a run and a half going yeah. into one. Because Jones gave him a shove of a lifetime. Yeah. He got a little, little out of shape from that shove, but he kept the he momentum did. going. He yeah, did. and honestly, he was in the running because of that. I think we missed a restart in there, but the restart that he started on the outside next to, or on the inside next to MTJ, Ross bumped him in yeah, the middle. Like yeah, you skipped middle, a, middle of one yeah. and two and pretty much pushed um, Corey up the hill and he doored MTJ. That's what knocked MTJ out of the way. Mm -hmm. That's why MTJ got out of shape. If MTJ wasn't there, Corey was wrecked. I honestly think. Yeah. I mean, Ross was pushing his heart out and shout out to him for doing it because he was a hell of a pusher, yep. but it, they were so tight. He knocked Corey up into MTJ, which cleared Corey for the lead, but got Chase into second. Mm -hmm. And that's what projected him to that. And his race with Chase, there was one opportunity. I think he could have blocked Chase a little harder. 
when Chase got by him in the trial. Chase got out his outside but in the trial. That was another yeah. one of those things where it's like that is such a run that it would be dangerous to block that. Kind of like Chase's. Yeah. Yes. But Chase's yep. was in a little bit safer of a spot in the middle of the turn. The cars are pushed down the track. Coming out of the trial, well, the cars are so loose right there. I think if he tried to throw a Hail Mary block right there, that he would have wrecked the whole field. My issue with the whole thing goes back to, once again, the Chase Elliott fans of the world because they see no problem with this move. But when Kyle Larson did the exact same thing to Chase back in Fontana, I think it mm-hmm. was, uh, they wanted to watch the world burn. And I will give the exact them same move. the benefit of the doubt that move was made with like 150 laps left in the race. Was it? I thought that was coming to the end. No, because uh-huh. Chase still had time to bring out like two intentional cautions. After oh, that. that's right. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. But I just, it was the same move and it's like, right, that yeah. was the end of the world. And then this time they're like, oh, that's just racing. Yep. You know, it's. But that also shows the other side of it is you have two different drivers. You have the Chase Elliott that is okay making the move, but through a tantrum the second it happened. Yep. And then you have a Corey LaJoy who I'm just happy to be here. He literally got out of the car. And if to sum up his post-race, you know, interview, it was, I'm happy to be here. He goes, it felt good to have that thing out in the wind for a little bit. And yep. I was, I'm sitting there like. Come on. Go punch him in the face. And by having that thing in the wind, you mean you're flowing locks of, of greatness, sir, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, kudos to him for a wonderful post race. He was trying to hold it together. And that you could tell. I I I nearly cried as I a grown think, man. I think he had the emotion built up. Like if he would have won that race, the emotion would have come out in a happy way. Oh, he would have been bawling his eyes out if he won that race. Yeah, I just think the emotions were already built up. So when it ended up losing it. You know, he had to kind of contain the emotions a little bit, but yep. sucks to see him go from what could have been a top two finish to 21st. But like he said, 21st ain't getting, or, you know, second ain't getting him into the playoffs. He had to make that move. Even even the win might not have put him in the playoffs. He's still got to be top 30. Still got to be top that, 30. That would have helped a lot, but they uh, tear down said it. I mean, once these guys have a chance to get into the playoffs, they get a lot more backing and the team is willing to spend more money. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's happened with multiple guys in the past that, like McDowell, when he won the Daytona mm-hmm. 500, he, other than this year, outperformed like any previous year because the team was like, hey, it's show up or shut up now. Yeah. Like we can't just sit around and finish 20th every week. We need to actually try. Yeah, exactly. Corey is currently sitting in 31st. Uh, I think he's like 40 something points behind Brad Keselowski. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would have got 20 more points this week if he won. So yeah. it would have would have helped. It wouldn't have necessarily guaranteed anything, but it would have certainly helped. Uh, but obviously, as we mentioned, Mr. Chase Elliott takes home the win for the first three-time winner of the season, yeah. uh, followed by Ross Jastain, Austin Sendrick, Eric Jones and Ryan Blaney, your top five, Daniel Suarez, Justin Haley, Eric Amarola, Cole Custer, and Harrison Burton, your top 10. Yeah, Chase swept all three stages. Yep. YRB was up there the entire race. He needed points. Um, so, yeah. It was a it was a good race for a lot of guys. So the playoff picture much the same. The only difference down at the cut line would be Seabell lost one point to the cut line. He was plus twenty going in and is now plus nineteen coming out. Yeah, and we kind of skipped over it, but there was a bit of a JGR scuffle going on on the backstretch at one point. I don't know if it it must have been right before that last caution, what brought out that last caution, but yep, they were like. Three JGR cars were racing for 20th, and for some reason, Bell just hooks fucking Hamlin going down the backstretch. It was nuts. So I have a fun fact. What's that? Three times in the last four races, Toyotas have missed the top 10 entirely. Ouch. 
was going to say the only one. They had three M- in at Nashville. TJ and Kurt Busch were up there pretty much all day. But I think they both wrecked out. Yep. Three out of the last four races, the entirety of Toyota not in the top 10. That's not good. 40 potential positions. They have three of them. Woof. <clears throat> Ouch. Yeah, that's not good. Woof. <laughs> but that brings us to the end of our race recap segment of the show. Breeze through that one. We did. We did. But uh, time for some questions. Where do you want to go first? The old Twitter. Twitter. Stick to the usual. Right. Yeah. Hold on, because my service. Is <clears throat> Second verse, same as the first, as they say. My service no, no has that. gone to shit. Okay. Hold on, we're working on it. If you want to do disco, go ahead, because this I'm. Oh, okay, cool. Dan's looking at a straight. Shut up, Wiffy. Right now, I was off. Oh, wait a minute, I got it. I got it. Dan's back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're not back. There we go. We're back. <clears throat> Just trying to load Hondo's video. Yeah, probably. Uh, all right. We got a few here. Although Norm with the call out to a certain somebody who asked Twitter questions when he didn't ask Twitter questions has now flooded us with Twitter questions. You'll see. All right. Starting at the bottom. Now we're uh, Mr. Pepper, the gentleman that left us the glowing review about our length. Thank you again, sir. <laughs> we did not touch this. You skipped our length. You skipped this completely in your race recap. <clears throat> After the Wallace Bell pit crew swap last week and the Christopher Bell Three oh. Stooges style horror stop this week, <laughs> can we all can we all agree that Bubba would be leading the points if it wasn't for those bozos? I, I don't think he can agree Sorry. he'd be leading the points. But I don't know I think if I'd we agree found the common denominator. Yeah, I don't pit road problems. I don't think he'd be leading the points, but you know, I mean, Norm talked. I said it to Norm on the way down. I said, you know, I had a fun. Oh. We talked about it last week how I thought this whole pit crew swap would end up biting Sea Bell in the ass. I didn't think it would be an instantaneous bite. Yeah, uh, we didn't touch on it. So tell the people what happened that uh, didn't see it. Seabell, <laughs> I don't remember what pit stop it was. It was later in the race. Uh, they come down, they do a stop. The right rear, the rear tire changer is putting the right rear on and they drop the jack. The right rear tire changer goes left for, rear. or left rear. Let They drop the jack, left rear. You know, the tire changer goes for a ride with the wheel and he makes it about 10 feet before the wheel just goes, nope. Falls right off. Falls right off. He's now stuck on pit road. I, and did you see who had to go around him? Bubba. Bubba went right Bubba around him. Bubba was in the pit stall right in front of him. And Seabell spins out. And his tire goes bouncing down pit, raid, pit lane. And Bubba needs to go between Seabell and the wall to get out of his pit you stall. You know he's like. And ah. he was laughing his ass off. Guaranteed. Guaranteed he's laughing his ass off in that car. Embarrassing. And you so, know who else was laughing their ass off? Booty Barker, who was probably sat out. 12 weeks this year. Yeah. Who's just like, see, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> but like now that I'm intrigued tomorrow when the penalty report comes out, usually on Tuesdays, there's a lot of talk in the broadcast that that may not be a penalty because it happened on pit. I feel road. like they've penalized but on Denny him, but they were talking about that on the broadcast. Denny Hamlin's happened on pit road. He got uh, the four weeks. But Denny Hamlin went on to, to the, the track. racetrack. See, Bell never, never made it left pit road. pit road. I think they've been lenient on guys that it's happened in their pit stall. They've rewritten the rule. Okay. It's a little bit more of a gray area. So I think this is going to be a um, slap judge, on the ju- wrist judgment call to if it's, if it's a worthy. lesser penalty. Worthy I mean, it came off and bounced down pit road. But it wasn't at a high rate of speed. It wobbled down pit road like four, uh, like three stalls. High rate of speed, not high rate of speed. I, I'm intrigued to see what happens here. I mean, we could probably chalk this up to the inconsistencies once again. We'll see. 
find out. But we have found the common denominator in the Bubba Wallace pit crew woes, and it's the pit crew that's no longer his. That's absolutely embarrassing. Like, bad. I mean, is this the first week? Now, granted, Bubba did have the issue on pit road, but that wasn't the crew's fault or really his fault. Like you it said, Seabell's fault. Seabell pitted deep and Bubba missed his stall. Aside from that, they had a quiet day on pit road. No problems. No loose wheels. No penalties. Nothing. I think it's the first time since Martinsville, if I remember correctly, that they haven't lost a at least 10 spots in the race. Yeah. So I saw someone tweeted that out. It was a stat that someone threw out. So don't quote me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Martinsville was the last time they didn't lose yeah. 10 spots overall in the day. Yeah. So, all right, now switch that pit crew to the 18 and see if they keep fucking up still. Yeah. Right. Just keep going down the ladder and see if it's the pit crew or the team. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't know how people aren't fired. Uh, especially notice they I can't think, find anybody else. Well, I think you a, got better. I'll do a better job. Yeah. I think a lot of Bubba's issues were that rear tire change. It was always the rear. Yep. <laughs> I think we found the problem, boys. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chris Jabot, Gibby. You guys should do one of those tweet up things at New Hampshire that Gluck and Pockers do, but you could call it a circle jerk. I don't even know what a tweet up is. It's when people meet up with Gluck and Pockers and go hang out with them and talk to them for half an hour. Like they do it at every race. They'll probably do it loud. And I mean, the offer is open. If someone wants to come to our circle jerk, by all means, we will be tailgating in lot N3 most likely because that's we the lot be, I always go to. We will to. be jerking under the stairs. With <laughs> well, whole topics under the grandstands. On. Um, well, yeah, we could just throw it up on the story and, uh, the yeah, Twitter so, where we'll, where, when we park. Well, that's my, I mean, we're going to N3. That's where we're going to be. Cause that's where I always go. That's always the lot that I park in the, you know, the one at the top of the hill. We have the, I'm going to bring the flagpole. We'll have the flag up. You'll be able to see it through the parking lot. So just look for the circle jerks flag. If you're in Loudon this weekend up in lot N3, come say hi. We will be there tailgating most of the morning. Give yep. us your discord name. So we know who you are. Yeah. Just come up to us and be like, Hey, I'm an internet friend. I like that. Um, now we get into the AF Django part of the conversation. How, how many did you put in? Quite a few, but they've all gotten mixed up here. So we're going to jump around a little bit. Uh, AF Django, Circle Jerk. J- jump around. Circle Jerk, Driver of the Week, Corey I, LaJoy. Corey I commented on that one with a gif. Yeah, a gif of Corey just waving. <laughs> uh, no question. Hondo Longmire, back from the dead. Thoughts on pretend <clears throat> racing upcoming season's main event, him versus DeBarro. Uh, that's not going to be an event. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah, I pray, love you, Hondo. Pray for DeBarro. Yeah. Death. Uh, AF Django, can Lefty just design the whole field for a race? Norm has opinions. I'd be down. Yeah. I'm in. Did you? I retweeted earlier. Did you see the video he made? No. Of the N2K23 or whatever the fuck it is. The, the 24 flame car. So oh, that video was so good. It's, it's like a render, but it's a video render, and it's the 24 Gordon Monte Carlo, like Dupont, 2004 Monte Carlo era coming up through the coming up a, like the backstretch, fictional backstretch, and then it goes by a car and it comes out the other side, the Willie B flame car. Oh, that's gen. cool. It's yeah, it was super fire. Cool. I'll show it to you after. It is yeah. fire. Um, AF Django, what is your fan base called? The jerks, the jerk offs. We came up with a name, didn't we? Jerky. Jerk fam. Jerk fam. That's a terrible. That's name. horrible. I hate every. There's not a good name. I thought we I thought we came up with one. Jerkers. Stings. I think we just go with the jerks. Yeah, the jerks. Just I mean, everybody's we, the jerks. We're referred to as the jerks, though. Yeah, that's true. Jerk mob. Sticky socks. Jerk <gasps> mafia. No, that's <laughs> jerks worldwide. Wide, wide, wide. <laughs> the jerkers. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> I called call them the jerky boys, and I think we decided that we can't do that. That's copyright. Public, Canceled. Publicity reasons. Jerkers. 
I thought we came up with like a funny name. Jerkaholics. Jer- jerk I'm okay with jerkaholics. To be I'm honest. okay with the jerk offs. Jerk offs. That was one. All right. We've, our name is bad enough. Let's not continue to make yeah. it worse. We've literally had to explain to this. Kinda, uh, I'm kind of down with the jerkaholics. The guy that left us the review earlier, uh, Pepper, he posted something last night tagging us. that was like, hey, how do I ask Twitter questions? And I had to explain to him like, oh, I'll put a thing up tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Some girl that he must follow and or she must follow him was like, oh, I thought the actual band had a podcast for a second. I got oh, I really saw that hyped. the real circle jerks. Rude. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> we are the real ones. First yeah. of all, lady. Uh, AF Django. Hold on. We're not done yet. Oh, okay. We're not done. Jerkaholics. Where are we going? We got to go. With- <laughs> how about right. uh, the circle jerk circle derps? All right. How about y'all make some suggestions? I, that's where I was going with it. We will put up a question tomorrow afternoon-ish. Fill out what you, you think we should me? be. You're going to put it up at five o'clock in the morning like you did the I wanna, questions this morning. I want to remember where we, we talked about this at one point. I don't remember. And I thought you settled on it. I think it was in a, like a podcast title or something, wasn't it? I, I want to say it was Jerk Fam. I it was that. the look back to the um, Sonoma. I think we put it in the Sonoma title. No. Because we, we were like Jerk Nation got us on a truck or something like that. I don't. Oh, maybe it was Jerk Nation. If it was, I hope it's not because I kind of hate that. But yeah, Jerk Nation. Damn, we settled with Jerk Nation. It was Jerk Nation. Damn, we got to change that. Yeah, that's like the that same either. as Junior Nation. Yeah, yeah, because we said Jerk Nation. I was like, whatever. It's just a hashtag that's not filled out yet. Yeah. All right. We'll, 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 we'll take it. suggestions. I like the co- the question tomorrow. I did. Yeah. You'll do it. At f- what do you mean tomorrow afternoon? You do it at five in the morning. I was getting in the shower this morning and my phone went off. <laughs> Kyle tagged me in a question. I get to the gym at five. Deal with it. Uh, Dale with it. AF Django. Norm. Yeah. Hey, come play virtual golf with us right now. I'm in Rhode Island. <laughs> uh, AF Django circle jerk jerk of the week. I mean, I want to say Chastain, hmm. but unfortunately I like it. I'm going to give it to chase just because I'm mad at the outcome. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Uh, Sam Mayer for wrecking Jeffrey Earnhardt. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with chase. Just again, I'm not mad at chase for making the move. I'm just going to be mad at anybody that made that move to ruin Corey LaJoy. Broke my heart. Broke my heart. Break your face. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Uh, (laughs) AF Django, Circle Jerk, Scheme of the Week. Corey LaJoy's was hot. Corey LaJoy's crew shirts. When they interviewed Ryan Sparks. His fire suit was rough. When they interviewed Ryan Sparks, that lime green shirt with the blue collar. That was intense. His uniform, dude. Like, oh my God, he needs sunglasses. But the uniform with the hat, bad clash there. Yeah, it was a brown hat. Um, Honestly, the eight Allsco car was The Allsco car looked pretty cool. Um, Who else had a good one? The 10, that Ford scheme was hot. Yeah, that's the one they've run on the 15 a couple times too. Um... Harvick was in the Hunt Brothers car. Was he? I didn't even see him yeah. on TV once. He was in the top five at one point. Pit strategy only, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm honestly going to give it again to Corey, but mainly because I think uh, Ed Cash brought it up in the Discord earlier in the week. That is an energy drink that knows how to use your flavors as right, paint exactly. schemes. Exactly. Unlike Monster that just always goes with black and green. Because he raced it at Talladega and it was like the pink and green. It was or pink something. and green, it was yeah. Rough. It was yeah. a rough scheme to look at. But this I like that they're better. changing it up with the flavors, you know, different. Different colors for different flavors. Yeah. Uh, AF Django, the end of the race felt very dot, 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 scripted. Seeing the huh. Dawsonville place and all the yellows. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were, They're going to they go were there. They're they were go there anyway. And can we please put Rutledge one at the track, NBC? My God. Stop yeah. making that man be fucking an hour away. They blew it. I don't want to see 
fucking Meemaw. It, Yo, did it, you guys see blowing up on Twitter that one guy at the Dawsonville pool room? Be, he that was, yeah. did not show his face Bro, once. he was there with his side piece. I said that to myself when I saw that because he's like just like- he was like, there with his grandmother. Well, he was like not supposed to be there. Some people are into that thing. Rutledge Wood was standing Georgia. there. Rutledge was <laughs> Jesus. Yeehaw, me mom. Fucking family tree. Family tree has no fucking forks in it. Just a fucking oh, fuck. telephone pole. Yo, shout to the Dawsonville pool room, by the way, for using a car to do their siren. A car battery to hook a the fucking, fucking siren. Like, a Toyota. 2007 Toyota Corolla Sport S. Fucking battery jumper packs to fucking <laughs> do the siren. Like you guys couldn't just put a fucking car battery couldn't on the floor. Wired it like it can't take that much power. Did they don't have them? they don't have electricity in Dawsonville. Is there no electricians in the town? Apparently not. Um, but yeah, that guy fucking killed me because like Rutledge is sitting there in the pool room talking, and the camera pans over, and Homeboy is just like, yeah, he was not about dude, it. Hit his face the entire time. It was he the was, exact opposite of everyone at Tootsie's when they were in Nashville, just like sticking their cell phones he, into the camera. Like, man, fuck, I'm on TV. That man told his wife he was going in for some overtime on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here for a beer. Yeah. He was the electrician that was supposed to be working on the Dawson. <laughs> <Bill Porter. laughs> All right. Uh, oh, boy. Here we go. From Nick Sucks 21. I didn't have to look. You knew exactly where I was going with that. Yep. Nick uh, Sucks 21 here. Nick sucks 21. Rank the Atlantas. Atlanta oh. one, Atlanta two, Atlanta three. Two, three, one. I liked one, even though I didn't like it was when I was a kid, but I used to watch the old highlights and shit like of the yeah. night of like the 92 race, Petty's last race, Gordon's first race, the Kawiki championship. Ooh, that's hard. Here's the thing, though. We haven't seen new cars in the original Atlanta. No idea how it raced. True. If it raced like Homestead, it would probably be a really good race. Atlanta 2, last good race there was like 2003. Hasn't been shit for the past 15 years. So, I mean, Atlanta 3, as far as excitement goes, it's it's up there. Yeah. Once they figure out the package a little bit better. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't hate how the Xfinity cars raced. I just wish they could pass better. He followed that up with, make that an FMK if you want. Yeah. I mean... It fits putting them in order at the same thing. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Atlanta 3 has not seemed to fix the attendance issues. No, but well, like the threat of rain. The people heat. are saying it was, it's hot, hot, hot. Land. Yeah, but it's Atlanta. Uh, they, but they Atlanta need to make has, this a night race. Atlanta's had trouble with a lot of sports. Like yeah. the Atlanta Falcons had a hard time. They lost the stadium. Thrashers. They lost the Thrashers. Like, I don't know if it's a really big sports town. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's tough. I want to say I'm going to rank Atlanta to the bottom. Granted, it had some incredible finishes, but it was in that time when the mile and a half sucked. Fair. So yeah, I'm, but I'm we're, going. We're I'm, basing races off of just the last lap. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at this list, and I'm going to rank them in their time period. I'm not going to say, "Oh, Atlanta won with these cars." I'm going to rank them like Atlanta won with the cars that raced on it. Atlanta two with the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the racing at the second. A version of Atlanta was in that time when mile and a half were boring, except maybe the late nineties, early two thousands. Cause they did it in 97 is when they reconfigured it. I think they said, so there's been some good finishes, but not I a mean, lot of excitement. 2001 Harvick Gordon. And then what was that? Bobby three Oh four Jimmy versus Carl. Well, there was a Bobby Labonte Dale Earnhardt one. Yep, in that's 2000. true. That's true. 
All right, Dan, what's it going to be? That's a tough one because I like I kind of like all three of them for different things. The problem is Nick's argument is he was very vocal about this, is put Atlanta back to the old way. The old way with the new cars would not be good, I don't think. Probably not. I if agree. you're rating it just on how the race is and how it used to be, I mean, we could do that argument about every single track in the circuit. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of tra- the traditionalists out there that, oh, why'd you ever change it in the first place? And Nick likes to be one of those people, even though, were you even alive when they raced old Atlanta? Probably not. I love you, Nick. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, I mean, just I look can. at the... Nick sucks 21. <laughs> I don't know. It's time. All right, spit it out, Dan. You gotta pick one. Go. I choose you. <laughs> um, Rank them. I'm going to go rank them. Three, one, two. That's how I'd go. That's For now. That's fair. For now. I mean, obviously, we've only seen two races at three. Yeah. This could change next year when we see two right. more. Like, I, I'm just, I'm going off what's fresh. And I know there's a lot of people, some of them that listen to us, that hate this style of racing. It was very vocal in the Discord last night, even though one of their guys won the fucking race. Um. I, I enjoy plate racing. I love the pack racing, not 550 pack racing. That sucked what they tried to do with the 550 yeah. package. This, there was, I mean, I don't know how many lead changes were there yesterday. They were back and forth, back and forth. A lot. Just like in the spring, wasn't there like 40 something lead changes? Like, and I know that to the purists of the world, this isn't real racing with strategy, but you know it what? Was, it was better than the spring race as far I as racing so goes. The spring race was more exciting because it was a big pack. But you couldn't do shit. This, like I they said, were just locked together in the Discord last night. That's and I said earlier in the podcast. Like, there's different styles for different people's exactly. preferences. I love plate racing. I do. Do too. I think it's the most talent-driven thing in the world? No, no, not really. But it's exciting. I don't. Do I care for the attrition? Not so much. But it does make for exciting racing. Yeah. So, it, do do I want? 20 super speedways a season absolutely do i want not. them to do this to any other track i think we have just enough we have six possibly that's fontana it. although no. it seems like fontana is no. going short track i think no. if, what they should have done originally well, i was just going with who who's next for a repave, no what redo. they should have done was done this to texas and left it just repaved atlanta yeah, someone said that in discord last night that's what they that. should have done in a perfect world texas is this new atlanta and atlanta gets a repave and just left alone how it was yep but it's not a perfect world but we got what we got. Yeah. So we got what we got. Well, another idea I'm just going to throw out there real quick is people were recommending racing just the normal package here. I want to see that. Not once. the super speedway package, but I'm worried that we're going to be seeing 210 mile an hour fucking yeah. enters. And Someone's going to end up in the moon. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Moving on because Kyle's looking at the time. No, I'm not. We met, you just did. I no, always watch the time. Don't yell at Kyle. I look at the soundboard for our voices too. Make sure we're not clipping. He doesn't only like to hear us. He likes to see He likes us. to see the vocals. Kyle's in the lab mixing up a batch. <laughs> All the ones and twos. <laughs> AF Django, can we just have a NASCAR WWE matchup or mashup already? I want to see Gibbs and Denny as a tag team. The fucking broadcast was going off about that yesterday. Yeah. With the wrestlers on the pre-race show and stuff. And then yeah. uh, Latart was like, oh, when are you guys going to get in the ring? And then they started talking about crew chief and driver tag team combos and shit. Jesus. I don't know who I'd want. Cliff Daniels. Man doesn't feel pain. He's a robot. That's fair. He hasn't got the pain update. We've yet. had the fight conversation. Yeah, we have. But real ones, not. If I was WWE getting into ones. the ring with any crew chief, it would have to be Tony Gibson. I mean, put him back in the box. I want Tony Gibson on my side. He'd fuck some people up. Fair. I feel like James Small would have that, like, down under. Yeah. The thunder from down he'd be, under. He'd be wiry. What? <laughs> what was it? Was, that was fucking Scottish. What the hell? Yeah, I was quoting the replacements. Oh, okay. Fuck. 
Get oh. cultured. Uncultured swine. You uncultured piece of shit. Calm down, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Preston came out right there. No, that would be, he's wiry, guys. No. Jesus Christ. Sound like Joffrey. Father, pull the rolls around the back. Okay, now you just sound like Kyle. <laughs> uh, the wind at my chateau was really messing up my flaming nung. <laughs> Kyle, would you like to give some background information? No. No, you don't want to talk about no. your tiny grill? Move on. And the wind? And no. your dogs? Move on. Okay, moving on. AF Django. Last one from him. I hate this. I don't get this one. If we swap all the Hendrick drivers with Penske, how do you stack the two four car teams? I don't get what he means by that. Que pasa mi amigo? I think he means we okay. put Hendrick drivers in Penske cars and Penske, Penske cars drivers in Hendrick, Hendrick cars. cars. Like, is he? Com- I think he's comparing their equipment right now. Probably saying that Hendrick's is better than Penske. I, that's it is. That is. It is, but like. Not by a whole lot. I mean, or does Blaney's he mean, been consistently fast weekend? But that's or does, it. But I wonder what he means is by stack. Like, who would you put in? So you've got like the top Hendrick cars of like Chase and Larson. Larson. Then you get the top Penske cars of the twenty-two and the twelve. Then you've got the tw- the two, and we'll include the twenty-one just to make it four. Twenty-one. And the 24 and the 4080 are kind of lower, not doing so well right now, cars. Who would you yeah, put in? I think it's, I don't, I don't get this. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I don't, I think he's just saying like, who would prevail? I'm going to read this how I, how I think it should be. Not exactly how he's saying it is who would prevail. Hendricks guys in Penske equipment or Penske guys in Hendricks equipment. And I honestly think you stick Kyle Larson in anything. He's going to be good. You stick Chase Elliott in anything right now. He's going to be good. Motherfucker's giving us shit for making jokes about his rich upbringing. He's got $100 bills sitting on the goddamn couch. It was my birthday. Is that, <laughs> is that that blue money, dude? Yo, he's got that billfold just stacked. Dude, and he was pissed I didn't pay him for those $60 NASCAR tickets, dude. This fucking guy. <laughs> I right, was sorry. not pissed. Sorry, we're done. I just noticed that. I was like, this motherfucker just flossing in front of us. Norm Mark's the second person to pay me. Is that a monogram on there? No. <laughs> his family, like, stamp. <laughs> He's got a wax stamp. You guys sign letters with a wax stamp. Yo, is that what you? those were? Yeah. Oh, are they? Were those, okay, that's, those aren't very deep, though. No, they used they to be. They probably wore down. This is my great grandfather's. So okay, that's yeah, pretty well are, flattened uh, by now. Those are cool as fuck. Can, Can you, you send me a letter with that? Sure. Yes. He's got to go to his wax. Dude, I've always station. wanted one of those. No lie. So my ring that I wear every like day. Like when you melt the old wax stamp. I thought that's what those were. Those are cool as fuck. Mm hmm. With really a good imprint on my I forehead love, when you punch it, me Dude, that's this. one of the most satisfying things ever. When you see somebody do one of those. I've never oh, seen somebody do one so of those. so satisfying yeah. to watch. And the last one from the Twitter after that confusing AF Django question. Oh. Fucking go. 21. Kyle Belcher, hashtag Hi. 96K sim rig update. All the equipment is in. and well, computer the, equipment. The computer equipment is in to my buddy who's doing the build for me. Uh, so stay tuned. Got to the beginning of August. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm just letting him build it at his own time because yep. he's doing it for free. Doing so it for free. So you're not going to bother him. I get nope, it. I'm not going to bug him. So he's building the, once, once the computer's there, I'll just go out and buy all the rest of the yep. shit. Once uh, I have the computer. So that is it for the, for Twitter. the Twitter questions. Norm, what do we got for the disco questions? All right. This one's from a couple days ago, but it's relevant and new. <clears throat> is it relevant to Vec? Cause it's relevant. 
Hey, you want me to read the fucking question or you want to make stupid fucking jokes, huh? Sure, you can read it. I was going to ask you for help. Fucking, I'm <laughs> pissed. fucking hooked on reading Rainbow over here. D. Blair, since next-gen cars like road courses, what IMSA or any road course should NASCAR try? Oh, I saw this one the other day. Jet Daily immediately popped it with Mo Sport. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Lime Rock. Ooh, I'd like Lime Rock. I mean, Laguna Seca. Laguna Laguna be dope. I love Laguna Seca. I think Lime Rock, the only problem with Lime Rock is it's really lit, narrow. Yeah, I'm I'm staying in the U.S. Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca is in the U.S. Yep. Um, Where else do they run? Long Beach. You want a street? You want a fucking street course? Let's go to fucking Long Beach. Long Beach would be sick. Road Atlanta. I I I really like Road Atlanta. I love Road Atlanta. It's one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, good I answers. think those are pretty good answers. Good, good answers. Sebring um, would be cool, but I think Sebring Valley Raceway. That's Forza. That's not IMSA. Um, <laughs> I would, it, they will come. Canaan, I would say race that, at Canaan. Uh, that's actually supposed to be in New Hampshire. If you look at Forza, like it says, it's in New yeah, Hampshire. That's why. I oh, uh, Maple Valley, uh, Texas World. <laughs> Should have fucking seen that coming from a mile away. <laughs> I would say Sebring, but that place is so fucking bumpy that there'd be no cars left. Nick sucks. Twenty one. I think they should race at Nazareth. all right uh we already touched on that but uh flat out forever Forever? is gonna go to the thunder road in barry wait you did you go into the thread though because he did ask another question in there oh my there's questions in the thread on flat out forever with a quick one for the boys where does brad k fall in the would have a beer with scale last i would no i'd put him up not at the top but he's like no no he would be you don't want to I'd have a beer with Brad late in the night yeah. because he would just be so polite and also really fucking drunk. You don't want to have a beer with the man that got on TV with a glass boot full of beer. We are the championship. Yeah, but that was also 15 years ago. True. Yeah, but Brad K would look you in the eye, say your entire name, be like Kyle Belcher. How are you feeling about your life right now? And he's 10. And like he would yeah, be I feel like he I'm hanging out with my dad. He would be the deepest drunk patio talk at 4 a.m. That's he'd, true. He'd, he's the up glass there. Table he's talk, the glass the table, table yeah. talk with him yeah. would be. I don't know. Again, yeah, but I'd end up crying. True. I feel like he'd just like. Yeah, take but he your would life console you. Probably. I, I would. Put Why him, are you hugging Brad Kozlowski around a glass table? Leave me alone. Why aren't you? I don't know if I'd put him top tier or even second to top tier, but he's middle middle of the road, I think. I mean, he's up there. All right. JB0622. Which driver has the worst oh. fan base in the sport? And why is it the car with the number nine on it? <laughs> um, Kyle, I got it. Oh, thank you. I thought you were asking me if I needed one. Chase's oh, fan yeah, base is I, both. I mean, he's got loyal fans. So shout out to him for having that fan base. Did he earn it? Probably not. Are they annoying? Yes. Worst fan base, though, has got to be like the Kyle Busch fan base, to be honest. Like, what, kind a, of, what kind of toxic fan base do you need to be to be a Kyle Busch fan base? You know but what I mean? you don't hear them as obnoxious as the nine fans. Yeah, the though. nine. I was just trying to pick somebody other than the Chase fan base. It's, I mean, it's the easiest answer. Ours? <laughs> the yeah, jerk that's fan base? True. Jerk Nation. <sighs> that's not. I mean, stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, it's not, that it. doesn't flow. It doesn't we'll find work. it a better one. We'll crowdsource it. Um, worst fan base. I mean, yeah, Chase. But you're right. The Kyle fans are not very. They're vocal. not very vocal. Yeah, I'm trying to think because they've been around a while. Most of them. Yeah, the Kyle fan base is now like old people. The dads that have been Kyle fans forever, uh-huh. and now they're kids. And they're kids. Yep. I don't know who they're fans of, but the people that call into the door bumper clear 
uh, reaction theater. Those are some toxic fans. I'm just, yeah, there's got to be worst fan base. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I think it's just a Yeah, nine. I'm I mean, just going to send it with Chase Elliott. Yeah. yeah. All right, Corey Scothin, Thomas Tank himself. How far, <laughs> how far off both Kyle and Dan's pace will a Wooji be at Loudon? Okay. We'll have to keep an eye on his lap times because I want Probably know. similar to Dan's. What were you, 39? Oh, no. I no, was I was 39. He was 39. Yeah, okay. just fucking pat, just pat yourself on the back. I will. At the faster car, dude. He had Hendrick, you were in Rick Ware. I get I, it. Yeah, it's fine. I get it. <laughs> Still finished. Lucky you didn't put it in the wall. I finished or, fifth. Or I finished, to finished to fifth. relate it to uh, Chris Matthews, he was in uh, Hendrick's. You were in Penske, yeah, right? Yeah. No, I was, in, I was in at least a Spire car. I had a chance that day, but I just yeah muffed it. You were in the Cars wind. Junk. You were in the wind. You just couldn't put down I was in a Kyle that. Bush car. The car was junk. You couldn't put down <laughs> Dan, that rocket man Dan, lap. Dan said the car was junk before he got in it. I did. I looked. The guy was like, oh, we're going to get in this one here. And I'm like, Kyle Bush car's junk. Car's junk. No turn. No drive. No brake. Nothing. Nos. All right. Corey Scothin again. Forget the Chicago street course. Put Mid-Ohio on the cup schedule. I think it's a little narrow and tight. But Very I'm narrow, it's so but small. I like it. But I like it. I like that track. It's a cool track. A lot of blind off-camber turns at Mid-Ohio. Yes. Yeah. It would be. It's a really tough road course, but it is super narrow. The cup cars are fucking boats. Yep. All right. Corey Scothin again. Also, shout out to Corey Scothin. He organizes his questions, makes them easy to read, puts them all in one comment. Beautiful. It Be- is very. Beauty posts. Have you ever eaten peanuts with the shell on them? No, I'm not a squirrel. I'm not, not a, a psychopath. Not a big peanut guy, so no. I mean, have I accidentally eaten part of the shell? Yes. Not good. <laughs> no. Did you say, no, I'm not a squirrel? <laughs> I think they even eat through the shell to get to the good I stuff. I just want to see Norm with a bunch of peanuts packed in his cheeks. What are you doing? Hibernating? <laughs> <laughs> Prepare, preparing for winter. Get ready for winter. All right. Corey Scothin with number four. Would a veteran driver such as Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, or Denny Hemlin make the same block that Chase made on Corey? Yes. Yeah. It's going yeah, for the win. Probably worse, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. He's going for the win. Yeah. Norm? Web. Surprised you're going to read this. I have to have arrived and I'm wondering how long until Elliot notices our amazing friend RJ. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Also, should I ruin a white white crew shirt with a fuck ton of Coke now for the memes? I literally no idea what he's talking about. I must have like missed that one. I must have missed something. Yeah, I think I have no idea what you're saying, sir. Sorry. Lay off the mountain, dude. Who the fuck is RJ? No idea. It's a good man. Uh, Ricky Harden, uh, Dale Jr.'s friend. So. I know him. How stupid is Ross? Meh. First one, not stupid. Second I mean, one, stupid. Meh. We shit. spent a lot of time on it, so. Yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. If he was wrecking somebody I'd care about, I'd say he's stupid. Stupider. All right. MG Carteropoli. Big Corey LaJoy fan. Big supporter of the king himself. Corey has always been a decent has always been decent at super speedways, but this was dominating. Do you think Talantona fits his style more than Daytona or Dega? What? Um, I can see that because he's... Yeah. He, I mean, he's good at all three, typically. He is good at all three, but he really showed some strength yesterday at this place. And in the spring, too. He got a fifth here in spring. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. Maybe it's just like 
you need a little less horsepower to be good at Atlanta than you do Daytona and Talladega. True. Just because there's so many avenues for people to pass you at Daytona and Talladega because mm. they're so big yep. that you can get shuffled out real easy. Where this, you can kind of be a little bit slower and just play the runs, block the lines. So, I mean, it may have a little bit to do with his car, but I so far so good for him. But yep. he's done pretty well in, I think, the past few Daytona 500s at least. All right, MG Carteropoli again. What sponsors would be a good fit for Kyle Busch? Oof. Kleenex? <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. Uh, Fucking Xanax? Xanax. <laughs> Monster? Oh. Eh? No. He Why has not? his own energy drink. Yeah, that'd be a You're, horrible That'd thing. be a horrible sponsor. Not saying it's realistic. Um, it's more of a Kyle joke than anything. Uh, oh, a drywall company. Boo this man. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Sorry. Can you give yourself uh, an ant? <laughs> that was Kleenex. A good depends. I like Xanax just to level them off a little yeah. bit. I don't know. I reminded Norm today of how crazy he can be. There was a uh, there's a Twitter account that just popped up. It's called like crazy moments in NASCAR history that people forget about or some shit like that. I completely forgot about the time that Kyle Busch got called back in to, to be held a lap because he sped on pit road trying to beat the pace car. And when he came in, he f was flipping off the NASCAR official standing oh, yeah. in front of his box. And then they call him back in because they're like unsportsmanlike conduct, hold him for two laps. And Kyle's fucking reciting the Declaration of Independence. He's like, this is freedom of speech. They are taking away people's rights. And his crew chief's like, Kyle, Stop it! You're killing us. We yeah. went too hard for this. Just come park it. Rawr! Like I was like, I, I forgot all about that. But yeah, no sponsors come to mind immediately, like legitimate ones. But there are some fun ones that I think we could list sure off for hours. Find, I'm sure they'll find something. All right, W. Follow up. If you were a driver, who would you want to sponsor you? You each get three different for the season. Like we've answered. We've this done this. Before. We've yeah, played this game before, and I think we've all gone with like. Drink, All right. Drinks we enjoy, restaurants we go to. I'm going like Bang Energy. Ooh. Bush Light. Yep. Shocker. Bush. Pit Boss. Yeah, I guess that's solid. Yeah. Solid. Three brands that I'm very loyal to. Yep. Pit Viper, Monster. Side note, Kadoba. Got the Pit Boss griddle for my birthday. Oh, did you? Yeah. That thing looks like a unit. Let's go. Oh. I sent you the picture of it. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's so it's got the legs, yep, that's but right. then you could take it off the legs and put it in the tabletop. back of the truck. Yeah, tabletop. Bet. That's dope. Bring yeah. it. Whip us up some omelets at Loudon. Whip them. If it comes in time, I'm bringing it. Oh, I thought you got it already. I thought that was the hasn't picture of the yet. one you got. No, 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 no that was just some. So I took my, I like to play my my favorite game. I live on a main road. My favorite game is put stuff out front and guess how long it takes for it to disappear. Oh, yes. This took a whole hour. We did that when we it's moved. Awful. When we moved out of That's our apartment, people were probably too afraid to slow down but it was on your road. Night. Uh, when we moved out of our apartment in Alston, that was the fun game. Is like yeah. what we're not keeping, we're putting on the sidewalk. And every time we came down with more stuff for the moving truck, something was gone. It's great. Um, right. Budweiser. Yep. Taco Bell. Ooh. Velveeta. <sighs> no. Land O'Lakes, because I really like their American cheese. Mm, smooth like butter. Smooth. That would be a gorgeous paint scheme. Land O'Lakes, like but bring back the Indian lady. Yeah, the Indian lady. But like, yeah, yeah. I'm going, because I eat a lot of Native Land American. I'm sorry. Land O'Lakes American cheese. I eat a lot of that. Mm. Uh, Budweiser, I drink choices. a lot of that. And Taco Bell, I eat a lot of that. So we're just, we're rolling That's with edibles. Like we're rolling with Taco edible Bell stuff. Car. Taco Bell car. Yeah, I mean, Land, Land O'Lakes hits you for both butter and cheese. 
And then you just need an English muffin sponsor and you'd be good Fuck for the rest of your life. Thomas's suck, but get out of here. Thomas. No, that would also be a pretty cool. I do like the though. thicker ones though. For what I make, the Thomas's ones with the deep crevices. I like the store brand ones because they're not as deep and they grill much more easily. Yeah. Yeah. The Thomas's fun. ones end up like the bottom of the nook and cranny is like butter still and the top is burnt. Like yeah. they don't grill nicely. Yeah. Have you seen Steph's custom grilled cheese? No, 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 no. That's my grandmother made she those invented for me. Those? The and upside down English muffin grilled cheese. Genius move. Genius. Take an English muffin, you break it in half, flip it inside out so the nooks and crannies are on the outside, put some cheese in the middle, butter both sides, make a grilled cheese out there. That's brilliant. Fucking That's a uh, Five Guys does that with grilled cheese. If you order yeah, a grilled cheese at Five a, Guys, it's they take buns. the burger bun and it's they do it inside out. It's not as good. The, you could get the fuck out of here. Those it, are incredible. The English, I'll, I'll, we'll make you some at Pocono, but Bet. they are, that was my grandmother made me that when I was a kid and I still eat them to this day. Like I got five so guys. Good. I'm not a huge fan of Sonic, but Sonic just came out with, I just saw a commercial for it, like a double cheeseburger inside of a grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah so it's I, not, I was uh, like, yo, I kind of fuck with it's that. It's not like, remember a couple places years ago had the grilled cheese as a bun, then the burger, then another grilled cheese. This is just like bread, lots of cheese. Yeah. Burger, lots of cheese. So I go to five guys and I put jalapenos and onions in the grilled cheese. Gives that a little crisp. Yep. 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 I can fuck with Pro that. Tip. Our old lunch cheese. truck that came to my Toyota dealership made the food for you. They had like bomb yep. steak and cheeses and shit. Those are the best. But they had a, they had a double grilled cheese cheeseburger. That was like a bacon cheeseburger inside of two grilled cheeses. Like you were just mm -hmm. saying that they called a heart attack. So you just go up to the window. You're like, I'll take a heart attack. please, <laughs> And then they'll bring you out to, I had it one time Dude. just cause I want to try it. Never again. I couldn't move. It's unbelievable. Like some of those roach coaches are the fuck. Well, I had one way back in the day when I worked for the tire place, they used to come and I think it was Wednesdays was Italian day. Yep. He had homemade garlic bread, homemade meatballs, yep. homemade fucking Alfredo. Like it was. I like won't say the name of the company, but that was Matt. And yeah. So I don't. So this guy, catering. this guy would literally like he'd show up on that Italian day and it was like, I'm not going to be able to move after lunch. And I'm fucking here for it because it was all fresh made that morning. There like, was that like your grandmother made it for you. Like it was so good. Chinese food day. Yeah. The roach coach was good. I missed lunch. My old lunch. guy, when we worked at uh, Firestone, he used to bring us right before he'd come at the last stop. Say it was a 15 minute ride. He'd throw in a brand new um, bacon cheese, uh, bacon uh, pizza. Yeah. So we'd have a fresh bacon pizza for us every time. So I had that. Some of those guys, like there's some of those lunch trucks that are crap, but then there's some of those guys that they are like legit chefs. Yeah. That I mean, just your have a truck, yeah. your typical ones you see with like a Chevy Silverado with like the silver box in the back of it. Usually that's just nuked microwave food at that point. Gas station. But food. some stuff's pretty good on it. I mean, they have pizza ovens and stuff, but the one that used to come to Toyota was a legit like, Food truck. Food truck, yeah. And they had a griddle and stuff inside, and he would make food, and some of it was really fucking good. Like, oh, he no. had these, like, rice bowl things with, like, chicken and, like, different bacon and stuff in them that were super good. The guy that used to come to the tire shop was one of those silver box ones, and I don't know how he made the food he made in that thing, but whew, it was good. So Kyle's lost because he's used to corporate lunches at the steakhouse. No, I used to have Roach Coast come to my grandfather's shop all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They're just You guys just been going off on it, so it, I'll let you go. Because I'm having <laughs> What memories. do you remember having? Anything huh? good? No, the, the guy that came was like the gas station style. He yeah. always had like the burgers wrapped in the, yeah. the metal paper and like they were yeah, so it was like, fine, but like the plate of did you just call tinfoil metal paper? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't tinfoil. It was like the, the paper. I know stuff. exactly I know what you're it's, talking it's about. It's paper on one side, silver on the no, other. No, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But my initial reaction was metal did paper. He just called tin, I'm calling tinfoil metal, metal, metal paper. paper forever. Do you know Whatever. why tinfoil is shiny on one side and dull on the other? Because they didn't polish one side of it. No, it's literally just how they make it. Huh. The machine scratches one side and doesn't scratch the other huh. side. Oh, there's no reason to it. Like Learning. everyone's always like, when you cook, put the shiny side down or put the shiny side up. It makes it's like, no difference. No, it's literally when they make it, it like 
it goes through two pieces, go through a roller at the same time or something, and it just flattens one side. Oh, I'll add that to my learning lane this week. So, like, I saw it, and people like, people like, 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 what did your mom always say? Like, oh, shiny side down, shiny side up, it matters. And it's like, no, it's literally just how they make it. Okay. Oh, good to know. So, yeah, a little fun, little fun factoid for you. All right, Carteropoly. Last one for me, but I saw this on Twitter. Make this race the regular season cutoff and put Daytona back on July 4th. Love that idea. Not a question. Speaking no, of tin, tin foil made into hats. <laughs> oh, what shiny side of the tin foil or dull side? I think Mike probably likes the shiny. You side always put dull side into your head for reasons. Yeah. No, I, I, I like the Daytona cutoff I, a lot. So I hated when they took I Daytona from too. July 4th. I'm okay with it being the cutoff. I still do wish it was on July 4th, but I don't think Atlanta goes to the cutoff. Um, I'd be fine with Atlanta going to the cutoff. I want Daytona back on the fourth and I want to be a Saturday night race. I still want that. I do like it as the but, cutoff race. I mean, I'll take fucking Atlanta on the fourth as a Saturday night race. I That'd just, be cool. I think a road course on the fourth Sunday afternoon is just a dumb idea. It needs to be a night race at somewhere exciting like a Daytona, Atlanta. I mean, like given that, the fourth yeah. isn't always on a Sunday, but that Saturday but night, that's the day everyone plans for the fourth right. that weekend. Yeah. So just having a race on Saturday night, I think is just if a smarter play. I would have been more pissed if they had taken the July 4th Daytona race and moved it to like July 26th. At least they moved it to the cutoff race and it's still an interesting race. So that's why I was like, okay with it. And it's been incredibly exciting, but I do miss the nostalgia of the Pepsi 400 at yeah. Daytona. Like Dale always talking uh, Dale Jr. Talks about it all the time. How they used to have the week off beforehand and all the drivers would go down and have like a vacation. And then you got your July 4th race and yeah, the fireworks, there was something the special be- about the fireworks it. and the yeah. beach. And there was something magical about that whole thing, yeah. you know? And it was cool to start the season in Daytona. And then the halfway point was the other Daytona. But I do right. like to start in the end too. So if they were, if it was going to move, this is the best move they could have made in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I would be cool with that. But I also am with Norm, like even a night Atlantona race on July 4th weekend would be pretty, that'd be cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it needs the to be biggest a nice mistake race. they could do is put like Richmond on the 4th of July night race. Or it something. needs to be an exciting night race. <clears throat> yeah. I think Saturday night is the night it needs to be. Hell, Bristol, Bristol, July 4th. Yeah. Down bet. Oh, that would fucking rule. Think of the All fireworks. Right. Dave 044, do you think Blaney, I think he means Ryan Blaney, will chant? Dave? (laughs) Do you think Ryan Blaney has a chance to point his way into the regular season championship? Oh, points his way in as the regular season champion. I'm sorry, I misread that. Not if Chase keeps going on this tear. He's won two out of three. He's padding his lead. Yeah, but you got to think Chase only got 40 points for this win. Blaney came in one. Blaney's 47 points behind. That's not bad. He could... Chase needs to like win DNF in, you know twice I mean? for which and could happen. It's possible. Right. But if Chase has a bad race and Blaney gets a win, I mean, it's, it's possible for him to do it. It's like you guys are saying, I think it's going to take quite the hail Murray. Yeah. But I, it's doable. It's but I mean, we have Chase could wreck out the first lap of freaking Daytona mm. and Blaney could go on to finish second or win and get all the points he needs. Yeah. So it's possible, but it's going to be a tall tale to beat somebody with three wins. If you only have one or none, none. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> How big will the party be when Corey eventually wins? I was worried because uh, when I got yeah. to the end of that race and it was that close, I went, oh, Lord, I'm not going to be able to drive home tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I would have taken yeah. my pants off. Just, and the, run down the, just the party in here would be a good one. But honestly, Reddick last week, we were talking about how like everyone was congratulating him. I could only imagine. Corey. Oh, my God. Yeah, because Corey was in that same group, that same age bracket. Class he, grew up, he grew up with Hot all shoe. of these drivers. Super shoe. Super I, shoe. I could imagine the party he's, in victory lane 
not alone. He Apple has said amazing. it on his podcast that he's the last of, I think it was the class of 2012 from the like NASCAR next program, next program. And it was like Blaney chase. I think was it, was Bubba in there? Bubba. I don't know if Reddick was in it. No, Reddick was a little behind. He put up, there was, I've seen a picture of like the I think class was photo it. of that NASCAR next program. And yeah, Corey's the only one that hasn't won. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, I, I'm with Norm. People I think bananas. I think all of those guys would, you know, you'd have a procession line in fucking victory lane of guys coming up to get, slap him on the back. And oh yeah, absolutely. Know, because he's, he is an old school type guy. He works on shit. He busts his ass. He's very humble, very polite. He's not flashy. Stacking pennies. Stacking pennies, baby. Did you find it? <clears throat> While Norm hunts that yeah, down. Yeah, I don't really recognize many We of got one drivers. more. So. We got, in the Cup Series currently, we got Larson, Corey. I think that's YRB. Kind of hard to say, but I think it is. Bubba and Chase. Then I think that's. They all have sunglasses There's a on. couple other drivers that I don't recognize that I don't think have made it this far yet. But out of the out of the five that are currently in the Cup Series, he's the only one who hasn't won. Yep. yep. So last but not least, are you guys ready for Loudon? <laughs> working on it. I mean, working on our plans. We're getting there. We're going to uh, probably we'll talk about it at the end of the show a little little planning, and then we'll be blasting it on social media this week about our plans for the people that are meeting up with us. Yeah, I mean, we're buried in questions, so we'll just post it up. Oh, Daniel Suarez was also in that program. Oh. oh. So, yeah, we'll, we'll post it up on Instagram and the Twitter. Yeah, uh, if you're coming to Loudon, keep an eye on all of our socials, you know, the Discord, the Instagram, the Twitter. We'll be uh, posting all of our plans for that. It's going to be very similar to last year. Oh, okay. Um, so that's same lot. Yeah. Like, same parking lot, 930 Sunday morning. We're going to meet up, and we'll all roll into the track together, get the tailgate set up, and we'll be off firing on all cylinders. All righty. Head over to the Instagram uh, first one, Ronan H21. Hashtag Wreckham Ross. <laughs> kind of like that. I kind of do like, I kinda like that. I kind of not mad at it. Um, next one, Jet Daily with a couple. Uh, I really thought it was going to be Corey's time. Pissed. You and so yeah. many others, us included. Um, Jet comes back with, but the polls will say great race because boring ass Chase won it. Hold on. Let me uh, just give a quick oh, yeah. check on Was the it a poll. good race poll? Last time I saw it, it was at 79. Currently at 66% yes. Okay. So that's lower than I lower thought it would than be. I thought it would be for yeah. a chase win. Yeah. Um, Nathan underscore Danforth. Is Steph a top three Circle Jerks host? She's better than I am, so that puts that her puts in the top three. three. <laughs> yep. You all right there over there, Norm? I was doing math. <laughs> quick math. Um, next one, MG Carteropoly. Will Eric still fight Ross at Food Lion if Ross is buying Smithfield bacon? <laughs> the conversation they had on the teardown this morning of Ross throwing watermelons at Eric while Eric's throwing Smithfield bacon and hams at fucking Ross. <laughs> I heard that. The visual in my head was phenomenal. And then, Just a food fight of sponsors. And then NASCAR Chasm with the picture earlier. I don't know where he found this, but it's a someone in like full night in shining armor, armor standing in a fucking grocery store. And it's like Ross Chastain the next time he goes grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. For those that missed that quote, uh, after Eric and Ross got into something, whatever, uh, Eric Elmerola comes over his radio and says, I'll fight him in the food lion. I don't care. Yeah, he goes, you better not see me at you food lion. You better not see me at food lion. Yeah. <laughs> Big food lion fans down there, apparently. apparently. Well, there's a lot of them down there. Yep. 
Uh, next one, Jet Daily. Daniel Ricardo's contract is up. I bet we see him in a cup car. Project 91 at least. I would love, absolutely love that. I think he's their ideal guy, to be honest. I think that's who this program was kind of built for. Uh, agreed. Him or like a Lewis, but I don't see Lewis. No, doing Lewis it, won't honest. do it. I think yeah. I think Daniel Ricardo is someone that loves NASCAR and has loved NASCAR his entire life. Yeah, he would jump at the opportunity to get in a cup. Hundred percent. Yeah. Look at how sweat. He's look at how fucking athlete. happy that at Coda last year when he got to drive at the Coda F1 race when he got to drive Dale Senior's Monte Carlo, you could see the fucking smile from the moon. Yeah. whipping that thing around. Yeah, he would be all. He over would be it. the first person to sign up. Uh, next one, L98, Jake Hamlin is going to ruin Chastain's season. We'll find out. We talked about it. I don't, I really don't think so. Unless there's an opportunity where he is completely locked in and the points don't matter. Or, or completely knocked out. Right, right. Like if he has a shitty round of 16 and gets knocked out. That too, yeah. And you go to the fucking neck, go to the round of 12 and Chastain's fighting for a win and they're lapping Hamlin or something. Yeah, if Hamlin gets eliminated and Ross is still in. Yep, that's the other, that's the other side of the coin. Very good point. Um, <laughs> he comes back again, but they really got that siren hooked up to a car battery, <laughs> but I missed that. So I was, my race started, I was already late to my practice last night for my Atlanta race. So I kind of breezed through, like I watched Chase's interview. I watched Corey's and I didn't see that, but I saw that I saw Twitter blowing up about a fucking oh, car yeah. battery. It was bad. Yeah. You think Chase or Bill would have given them a little bit of fucking money? You know what I That's mean? That's what I said. I said like that, that the place Discord is, looks like a shithole. Donate a couple bucks of your winnings to get and it's, the it's a proper a, setup. It's a siren, apparently. Yeah. Siren. Whatever. Siren. Uh, Jay comes back with hate to see it for LaJoy. Would have been another first time winner, but this one hurts a little more. Yeah, I was uh, screaming. Yeah, I was I was standing up in the middle of the living room screaming, come on, Corey, come on, Corey. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was dead silent for like the last two laps. And the second he got in the wall, I was almost screaming at the top of my lungs. My dog came in and checked on. So (laughs) I, unfortunately, like I said, I was watching the race on DVR last night, got a little spoiled for me. Not the whole thing. Um, I was staying off my phone. I was staying, I muted discord, everything. But my, like I just said, my practice was starting. So I got on discord into my team's channel and I was going to tell them, hey, I'm going to be a little late. The first message was, fuck Chase Elliott. And I went, oh, I fucking threw my phone across the room almost. God damn it. <laughs> and then when it got down to like two to go, I went, oh, no, I think I know what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I was. So I wasn't Ugh. I wasn't as mad Heartbreak. as I think I would have been if I didn't know what was coming. Ugh. I was still pissed. I was but- honestly. I had a feeling he wasn't going to win. It just didn't feel right. Like it was just kind of one of those things. It's like, I feel like I'll be teased for the rest of my life about this. And I'll never actually get to see him win. But I was pumped that he made it that far and had a chance to do what he did and make the move that he made. I was hyped about that alone. Like he got up there and he was able to keep fighting. Like that was sick. Yeah. Um, all right. Jake comes back with just saying, what a race. Big facts. Next one from Nick sucks. 21. You guys say I'm negative all the time. So I'll be positive and say, hello. I enjoy your podcast. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Can't I don't, wait to see you in what? Oh. I don't say you're negative. I think you're handsome. What are we looking at? No, you're fucking negative, but I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Do you have your opinions? We have ours. We can all still be friends. This is a platform for sharing one's opinion. So one week from, week from Thursday half. night, I'm going to hug you. Week and a half. We'll be uh, as long as he gets us our tickets. <laughs> yeah. I'll be sitting at the gate waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, next one. Coleman underscore Wilson. How many more races like this until we see Corey win one? 
Oh, we got Daytona. Uh, if if we see more multiples of him up front and not winning, I will start to cry. It's yeah. so unpredictable, but I mean, like he's saying, he's getting better every time. So, yep. Oh, uh, I can't wait for that day. I hope that day comes. Next one, Nathan Sooner. underscore Danforth. Is Dasani a top three water brand? No. Absolutely not. We've, we've gone off. No. I'm pretty sure Kyle and I have had the Dasani discussion. No. 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 Absolutely not. You take your toilet water and get out of here. <laughs> it's trash in a bottle. I mean, if I need a drink and it's the only thing there, I will drink I will, it. I will die. Dasani is the one water that you get more thirsty the more you drink it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Sorry, Kyle only drinks water. And I'm water. drinking... Gold emblem. No, Poland Springs. Water right now. Till the you. day I die. Thank you. Although I picture you being a Voss water man. No. No. Did you drink, Fiji. Smart, did you drink smart water back in the day? You hope Poland Springs you. always. <clears throat> smart water. I've always drinking smart water and it's always like, it's kind of like dry drinking. I've always drinking. Apparently it didn't make I'm them smart. I'm always drinking. By the well, way. I stopped. I drink Poland Springs. Uh, you stopped drinking? I stopped drinking. Started drinking. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of young Kyle, um, I would like to say a belated happy birthday to Kyle. We did not. Thank you very much. Up. And younger you, I think I would have liked to punch in the face. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Some of those throwback pictures, pal. Whew. You were GTL and all over the place, weren't you? Jim Tanlaundry, baby. Before GTL was a thing. Yeah, yeah you were. It was lowercase g, capital T, lowercase <laughs> L. There was one yeah. picture. There was that one picture with you with like super serious face. Like, I'm a fucking tough guy. And you looked like you were about 115 pounds. So 137. Weight. Buddy. Yeah. Who are you fooling? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he fooled Abercrombie into paying him. No! Half naked I will say, I am glad. Body. I am glad we don't have that Kyle anymore. No, no, I'm glad too. <laughs> um, all right. Automotive ADHD. Random thought. Is Go there a rule against a driver switching cars during the season? No, no, no. Kyle I mean, we leave. have we Kyle have Bush different leave the 18 and hop into whatever he wants. Yeah, we have drivers. The problem is points are iffy as far as yeah. driver and owner points go. But playoff implications. I mean, uh, we have guys like Garrett Smithley, Landon Castle, Josh Balicki, Noah Gragson, AJ Allmendinger racing multiple cars a season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> continued. Uh, like, can a driver theoretically when a uh, when a ship in a different car each race. Can what? what? Can, can a driver theoretically when a ship in a different car each race? I don't know if that's supposed to be win a championship. Win a championship. That's what he means. Like, we're going to the ship. In a different car each race. I, I mean, they can saying. win the race. Oh, like, could they race a different car every week and still win the championship? No. No. They cannot. That confused the hell out of me. I think that's, I think that's I, what he was going you for. You just though. broke Kyle. Yeah, like like Dan Walker. If he if he worked for Rick Ware and he drove the fifty one and then the fifteen, you couldn't win the I'd championship. Get from why well, couldn't you, win anyway because I'd be in a Rick Ware car. But <laughs> you'd get points for the fifteen. And right. you'd get no, I think the, I think if you started that race, you'd get the points for that position. Yeah, but it'd be in a different car. The fifteen car would get those points. Then if the next race I was in the 51, the 51 would get those points. Right, but he would still be the driver. Yeah, but you can't, you don't carry points from different cars. They're technically. I think you do. You don't carry owner points. That 15 would be an owner standings, but driver standings. I think a driver can race whatever the fuck car he wants every week and get points as long as he starts that race. Huh. Because you got to think like we're, we worry about that with a driver starting and getting out for an injury, 
but they started the race. That's the whole point is that driver started that race. I think we don't see it in this day and age because it doesn't happen. But I think if Kyle Larson raced the five one week, the 18 next week, the 20 the week after that, then the 31 the week after that. If Kyle Larson starts that race, I think Kyle Larson gets the points for each of those races. And I don't think Kyle Larson can win the championship where driving multiple different cars. Yeah. I think on paper you can. Maybe under the old point system. I don't see I don't how know. that affects anything. It's the owner points is different than driver points. Right. I have a confusion. Which is Rick Ware Racing puts the better drivers in the 15 or the 51, whatever needs to be bumped up in points. Right. They put whoever they need to have a better finish in the car that needs the better finish. Hmm. Hmm. Perplexing. Yeah. I think they could do it. I don't think you'll ever see it happen. It's back in the day. Drivers would change teams halfway through the season. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But that wouldn't throw their entire season away. I don't know. I think you could. Interesting. Well, now that you've broken all of us. Um, uh, yeah. Jesus. The, perfect, pa- the paperwork wouldn't be worth it. For Perfection Hancock. Plastics comes in with, can it be loud in time now? Stupid work week. Dibs on not corralling drunk Joe Booth. Yeah. We're going to need you to uh, corral yourself yeah, and can, act like a human. Considering the fact that two hours you were here, the one time you were on the show, you were hitting buttons you shouldn't be. I don't know how I feel about eight to nine hours. We're going to need you to be. We won't have any buttons at the race. We'll be fine. Can we just, should we just leash him to the truck? We could, yeah. I mean, I mean he's not He's going to drag the truck down the street. The good thing, is, me? Is, he's he's, huge. The good thing is, is he's not hard to find. We'll ship. <laughs> That's true. We'll ship Jet Daily down here and he can physically corral Yes, him. there we go. We or need, we could just tie we a need, balloon to him. We so need we can one find him at any time. I like that. Like the Disney, Put him on a the Disney leash. hack. <laughs> I'm not holding that fucking leash. Yeah, it's a, that's a big, All we have big to do boy. is just talk about broken plastic and he'll just be like, hello. He'll just pop the, up. There's a guy over in lot D that needs a bumper repaired. <laughs> that guy wants to know about a 3D printer. <laughs> See you later. And we have a follow-up from Mama Hickey, Ronan's mom herself. Let's go. Uh, she wrote, right, Kyle, I had pictured as David Beckham circa 2000. <laughs> Dan is younger than I pictured, just scruffier. So she asked last, or she said last week, we were not, she watched the video. Right. We were not what she expected. Right. I'd, I'd say David Beckham's pretty damn close though with you. That, I mean, I don't, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but high praise. Yeah, but David Beckham looks how David Beckham looks. David Beckham doesn't sound how Kyle sounds. No, no, no. He, I yeah, apparently yeah. sound older. <laughs> that's good. Um, is it though? I'm already old enough. Yeah, See, I enough. think you look older than you are though. Wow, thanks. I'm just going to go play in traffic. <laughs> wow. Do Rough. you not? Fuck off. A lot of, a lot of words with the guy that still looks like he's 12. That's that's you. Yeah. I've legitimately, I've been playing um, how PC, to grow a beard. You've PC been for 20 years. Uh, yeah, I can't you've, grow you've a beard. Been playing, so you've been matter. playing Can I Buy Beer at this store? Been, will they card I get, I get carded. <laughs> I'll get carded for the rest of my life. But I've been playing um, like video games with my buddies for like five years. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm 30. They're like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. They're like, oh, we thought you were like 50. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Oof. Like, I thought I sounded Ouch. young. Oofta. Uh, she follows up with Dan's image came from his deep voice. Kyle from all the model talk. Oh, so what she's saying is you were a letdown. She I thought I think you looked so. like David Beckham. But I don't. But you don't. I Me. think you look all right. Yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good looking. Pretty God. I was going to say, I don't know where I was going with that. Thanks. I think Dan's like a solid like seven and a half. You cut that Whoa. beard into a mustache, bro. Wow. That's nice. Seven All the way up. Better than I thought it was going to be. All the way Where's up that put me? mustache. Where's that put him? Seven two. You've plateaued at 10. I'm sorry. Oh, thanks, buddy. Can I win something around here? No. I just said if you had a mustache, you'd be all the way at the top. Okay. You could beat him. 
You know what the problem is? So I think I said Good this move. last time. I think I said this last time we uh, talked about doing the mustache last time I got a haircut. Literally the next day, I got a giant zit on my chin. Last week, talked to Steph, tried to rally the army to get me a mustache. Two days later, fucking giants. I was like, it's my body being like, don't you dare show this chin off. No, it's he, your body trying is, to reject the beard. He is still young. Yeah, it's probably ingrown hairs. If you probably cut that is. off, you wouldn't have a problem. See? You just don't want to go through the itchy stage. It'd be fine. All right. We'll put lotion on it. Last but Ooh. not least, McGrath Paul. My dad wants to fly from England to a NASCAR race. What race should he pick? Bristol Daytona Night Race. Daytona 500. Daytona 500. Or, or that. Daytona no 500 question, Daytona or 500. Bristol Night Race. Because the Daytona 500 is, is like an event. You know, it's the, the spectacle that is yeah. the Daytona right. 500. You're right. You're right. If you need a first time experience, you go big. You go to the, the Super Bowl of NASCAR. Bristol's sick. I would love to go to Bristol, but first timers. Daytona 500 has got to be the top of any NASCAR fans list. Yeah. Pop that chair. You got to go big. Absolutely. Like, I know you guys have both been, Dan. It's been a long time, Kyle. It hasn't been as long to the Daytona 500. I've never been to the 500. I thought you have been. I went to the 499. Oh, okay. But I've never been to the Daytona 500. So that's top of your list. I'm sure Kyle would be more than willing to go back. Absolutely. Yeah. I would. I've been to Bristol Night Race. I would love to go back, but I, Daytona 500 is like up there. The pinnacle. The pinnacle. Or, oh, no, no, sorry. The pinnacle is to camp on Talladega Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's the tippity top. Yeah. You may need to do that before we're too old kind of thing. We're already there, but I'm I'm not going to let it affect me. Yeah. Uh, but that does it for the questions. And that does it for yet another episode of the, the Circle, Circle Jerks, Jerks Podcast. You did this last week. Why do you just cut in? It's fun. I enjoy it. So we oh, got a very... It, you enjoy it. I do it. I get fucking yelled at. Shut up. That's because I still uh, allow his voice to be louder than mine. When oh, I, I can't it. do that. There's, you can't. Physically you impossible. You can't even try. No, so no. this upcoming weekend, we have a very exciting weekend. We will be in the garage on Saturday. Saturday. And Saturday. the race in the stands as fans on Sunday. Yeah, we could bail on all you guys because we have media passes, but we decided, you know what? We're for the fans. By the fans. Yep. So we're going to hang out with the friends on Sunday and throw our media passes in the trash. I mean, we're going to hang out with you guys. The J I'm, not, fam. I'm not throwing it in the trash. The J fam. That's worse. <laughs> J fam. Steven. Yo, J gang. What's good. And then the following weekend, we head off to Pocono. Oh, for we got a big weekend. We got a busy two weekends. We sure do. Three. If you count Wolfsgart. Well, <laughs> Wolfsgart. One, we have one week in between. We have a break between yeah, Pocono st- and Wolfsgart. We're still going to meet up with some, some, uh, what? No, no we have to think of another, like we have name. an off weekend. So we have Loudon this weekend. Pocono the weekend after. Then we have a weekend of nothing. Then we have Wolfsgart. Yeah. If you've made it this far, I have a challenge. Go. Post a picture on your Instagram of you listening to this. Tag us in it. And hashtag what you think y'all should be called. Ooh. And we should still And then and we will share them to the story. And I will put up polls, yes or no's, on each one. I like and that. everyone can vote on each one. Oh, let's hear. Give us your best bullshit that you can come up with. Yeah, but like kind of take it seriously yeah, try, because we're actually try. trying to pick something here. So like, yeah, so you like jerk nation. You like nobody likes jerk nation. Jerks are us. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I like That's J gang. That's terrible. What? Fine. Chowder boys. Jerk, Chowder boy. <laughs> Jerk yeah. around from Boston. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a copyright infringement and get a cease and desist. Stop. Saying that yeah, three you times. said it like five times today. Um, all right. Yeah. So post a picture like of you listening to us or a screenshot. Tag us, put it on your Instagram, and hashtag what you think y'all should be called. And we'll put it to a vote on each one. Big fan of that. Big Just thought fan of that, of that right move. Now. I like to look at you using your noodle. Right? I like that. So that's paying me the big bucks. 
All right. That does it for another episode. Uh, before we sign off, head over to revivalmotoring.com. Put in your race day challenge uh, donations. That would be uh, using the PayPal info at revivalmotoring.com. Tell them the jerk sent you and you yep. know, say it's Kyle's race day challenge or whatever. So Josh doesn't think you're just sending the money for no reason. Yeah. And you can send us a screenshot in the DM if you want to. Also, that helps too. Whatever. Uh, follow us on the Instagram at the Circle Jerks Podcast. On the Twitter at Circle Jerks underscore pod. I'm Kyle Belcher. I'm Dan Walker. I'm Preston. And we'll see you in person at Loudon. <laughs> Later. Bye. Bye.